This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. I'm Jim Allen. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time in order of release. This week, we're, I don't know, we're going to go to a, a wedding, a funeral, and a baby shower. It's going to be hmm. good, it's gonna be a good time as we, we watch Spine 339 in the Criterion Collection. Edward Yang, yee, from 2000. 2000. Whoa. But first, RJ. Yeah. We're not alone. In the universe? You no. Know. Well, of course. We got our man JC up there taking care of us. No one's ever That's really right. alone, Jared. But, but, but we also have RH with us right now. You, you, shouldn't, you, shouldn't, uh, you shouldn't give too many of his private details away. Don't yeah, give his initials. Someone, someone will get them. Don't dox me, Jared. Well, yeah. Who's that? Yeah. Who's that? What voice is that, RJ? I don't know. <laughs> I don't set this it podcast up. Sugarhead. Sugarhead? <laughs> Big sugar. He's back. He's not even in pod form. Pod you know? form. He is in pod form. Yeah. yeah. We we got the, the big sugary bastard himself, Sugarhead, in the house. What's up, Sugar? Oh, hey, guys. Thanks for having me again. <laughs> um, well, naturally. Doing really good. Yeah, yeah. How are you guys? Uh, a little sad, honestly. I mean, could have had Sam Loveland on, but you asked first, and I mean, I'm, I'm a little disappointed, quite frankly. I feel like you are trying to start something here between no. Sam number one and myself. No. <laughs> yeah. We, we we can't be doing business like that. We already have the <laughs> the bitter rivalry between the two Sams. Yeah. So we uh, I don't I don't I don't think the love machine can be caught up in another. Uh, another a, a feud? conflict yeah. yeah these sam feuds have gone on too long that's true that's true well you know <laughs> sam sam loveland just needed to speak up a little sooner and it's not his fault he didn't know but uh you know there's a gorilla movie coming up soon that could be a sam oh, movie absolutely or something called the atomic submarine that sounds like a sam movie movie but who knows who knows who knows but we got sugar here, and that's what matters. Yeah, he's happy here. To be here. Well, here. begrudgingly happy to have you here. Um, oh. So, are we going to find out the origin of Sugarhead? Oh, I mean that's that's up to you guys. I, <laughs> it's, it's like that, that, whatever. I think it was. Yeah. I think it was promised back on uh, Akira Kurosawa's uh, Ron. <laughs> uh, Ron. <laughs> yeah, everyone's favorite yeah. Ronald. Um, <laughs> Uh, that uh-huh. that all would be revealed the next time uh, Sugar had appeared on the show, and here oh, we are. Here, and here we are. <laughs> I, I believe we wanted people to uh, guess the Sugarhead or yeah, yeah, but but, uh, but it turns out nobody cared. No one cared. So uh, maybe we just leave it at that. I guess no one cares. That's true. That is true. Yeah. That is true. <laughs> nope. And if people do care, maybe they need to email in and tell us, and then maybe the next time Sugarhead is on for. Uh, Let's see. I think Sugarhead's next appearance is Godzilla. the ex- Godzilla. Yeah, yeah, Spine One Thousand. One Thousand. Yeah. 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 The Godzilla <laughs> pack. Hey, we're one third. We're, we're just over one third of the way there. Perfect. Ooh, that's yeah. not bad. How long? How long? <laughs> how long has it been now? Six years. So we're looking at uh, 12, 12 years from now or something. Looking forward years? to it. Yeah. Well, Spine One Thousand is gonna be a big one, but wait until Spine Two Thousand, Sugarhead. That's that one's gonna be even wilder. Man, we are going to be some old 
gentlemen. Mm-hmm. You guys might. I won't be here anymore. Everyone <laughs> knows that. But too, putting putting down too many Popeyes uh, chicken sandwiches. You know what I mean? Oh man. Yes. So the other day at work, we had like a kind of a casual day, and uh, we, we we had time to go get lunch. And uh, I'm infamous at my work for getting Popeyes, which isn't even that much. It's like it's like once every like two weeks or something like that. You know, it's not not in my opinion that much of Popeyes, but I, I went and everyone was making fun of me. And uh, me and a dude, instead of uh, the sandwich and the fries, we just got two chicken sandwiches. You ever done that, Reese? Uh, two chicken sandwiches. I can't say that I have. That's uh, that's a bit aggressive for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it, it was good an idea, but about halfway through the second sandwich, it hit us, and we were like, "Holy shit! Like this is a lot. This is a lot." Were you double yeah, fisting those? Yeah. Like this? Well, yeah, yeah, going back and forth. Yeah. Abe Lincoln style with his pies. You remember mm-hmm. that, Jerry? Remember uh, when Abe Lincoln was eating those uh, pies? I, I remember that. I remember the great works of John Ford, of course. Sure. Yeah, do you remember? The, the only thing I'm uh, getting a couple of is probably a McDouble. That's like, you, you kind of got to double up oh, on yeah. those for sure. You got to double the doubles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do yeah. you uh, Have you ever gotten a McDouble where they put the onions on top of the burger? No. Did you what? hear about that happened? I've never heard once. of it. I think I mentioned on the podcast once, right? Did well, I hear on top of the bun? I can't remember if that was on the air or not. No it was. Uh, it should have been. It was one of the maddest I've ever been. I'll send you this picture right now, Sugarhead, Incredible. because it was it was on top of the bun, and it was like it wasn't even the normal amount of onions they would put on one of these burgers. It was like it was like a full cup of onions that they threw on this thing, and they squished it into the <laughs> bun too, like. So to even add like even more, well, they made they made an they example of it. You by doing yeah, this. yeah, I know. And the worst part was the guy who handed me the the bag. He was like, "Have a really nice day," and I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "What a nice little like young man." I was like, "This guy's," it's like this guy's going places. And then I opened the bag and I was like, "That son of a bitch!" Mm-hmm. I was like, "That little prick knew exactly what he was doing." I just sent it to the Gobbleghouls, Reese, so you can uh, you can check this out. Oh, fantastic! Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I um, <clears throat> man, I I saw recently that uh, one of my all-time favorite restaurants had closed down. Um, Arby's. Which was that? That's uh, and, true. And, and Arby's. And Arby's. I yeah. I have never actually seen an Arby's out of business. I've never seen an Arby's full, but I've also never seen an Arby's empty. It's it's one of the greatest businesses maybe of all time, and then I saw one fail, and now my whole world is thrown into chaos. Cause, I mean, what is even happening? Well, I mean, yeah, my sources tell me that apparently the owner of uh, that particular Arby's that you speak of uh, retired. What I but I find upsetting though is like what? No one wanted to just like carry on that torch and uh, continue like. Keeping that flame alive, the, yeah. the, the, the 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 flame that slow roasts that beef that we all yearn yeah, for. Like, yeah, I mean Arby's. That's a that's a license to print money. Like <laughs> they have the meat, you know that, right? <laughs> you you guys know, right? And horsey oh, sauce. Yeah. And horsey sauce, absolutely. 
Yeah, I, I too have never seen an Arby's closed down. I, I did see that though, yeah. and I saw they had an auction, and I was very tempted to go get one of their deep fryers, you know, just for, just for fun. You know, just, yeah, that, a, you can't yeah. get that curly fry flavor out. You can't uh-uh. get it out. That's baked yeah. in there, baby. Oh yeah, and that's that's what you want. That's yeah. What you need. Did you speaking attend? of Jared? Yeah. Oh, Whoa. speaking of Jared, you uh, what's the status of the uh, the hot sauce pump? Oh yes, good well, question. Well, uh, funny that you should ask. So I believe uh, the north side location was selling the the, the station itself. Ooh. Like to get rid of the pump? You get rid of the whole. I'm not sure if they're uh, revamping or renovating, re- reformulating the the pump stand, but they, 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 it was just it was up for grabs. And it's like, oh. well, did you for, inquire? I did not, <clears throat> mm. because it's, I don't want it. I want sauce. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't want the the housing of it. I want sauce, please. But yeah, so I'm not sure what the fate of that was. Um, Where did you see this? I'll look like, it up. It was like on Facebook. This was like weeks ago. Oh, okay. See, Reese asks me questions, RJ, and you never ask me questions. You. Well, because he mean, cares. Because uh, he actually cares. I asked you a question when we started. I said, "I said, what happened to your face?" That was a question that I asked. <laughs> that, that was before we hit recording. <laughs> well, see, I ask you questions when we're not on the clock. That's right. Which I think, which I think shows that I care and that I'm supportive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, these are all scripted questions. Heavily, for me. heavily scripted. <laughs> that I, I people have wanted to know about that, and actually, Jarrett. Uh, I was on the north side last weekend. I attended a baptism at the church across from that taco time, and uh, they are renovating. And they said they will be open June first or something like that. Oh, so, so, it's, so it's closed. It's closed. Oh, damn. For just for re- but it's for renovations, so oh, they damn. will open up. Maybe they ha- maybe they're putting in a a kick pump. Like it'll have the pump, but uh, there'll be like a kick that you can act, so you don't have to use your hands. Well, I've seen people do that oh, with like hand smart. sanitizer, and I, yeah, don't know, yeah. I, don't know if, I don't know if it works too hot. Well, I mean, people haven't really known how to use hand sanitizer for a while, but I think a kick pump would be good, and maybe you could get different nozzles on it. So you know how like when you're watering your lawn, you can do like the jet or the shower or the mist. Maybe you could do that on there, and then you could kick pump it. Well, change in the game. Yeah, no. I, I I got these ideas, man. <laughs> and, man, uh, like a a nice spritz of sauce. Yeah, no. yeah, that's exactly bad. what I'm thinking about. <clears throat> but but I, but I can speak to uh, Taco Time's uh, sauce station at the West Side location, um, uh-huh. which is that yeah, it's defunct. I mean they they've got they've got trays just kind of like taped over top of where the the vat <laughs> hole is. <laughs> it's just it's, taped it's, on top. It's, it's classy, you know. Yeah. So there's no sauce to be had. Well, only you, you, you have to get ask. the you have to yeah. There's workarounds. You have to know a person or two. Yeah. Um, they'll they'll hook you up with like little uh, single serving ounces. Uh, okay. But that's not, that's not one one's not enough. When I, sometimes you see some real chump change going on. Where like a person's uh, like, oh, just one sauce, please. It's like, no. What, what are you I, even bothering? I think <laughs> go, I told go, Jared. Go home and get your ketchup. Yes. I think I told Jared this off air. Like uh, we got taco time like a month ago when we were moving shit. And uh, uh, I got a meal for me and Andy. And um, the guy was like, do you want any sauce? And I went, brother, hook me up with as much <laughs> sauce as you can. And he was like, I got you. He gave me eight sauces. Ooh. And I was like, woo. 
<laughs> so uh, all we net. used a bunch. All net. Ooh. Is that what they say? Uh, yeah, Kobe. You, you know, people play basketball, right? Right? I do. I Good. do. Kobe was a basketball player. Oh. Yeah. He was one of the best, some say. One of the best. So anyways, if you if you want the sauce, you just got to say, brother, hook me up with as much as you can. Don't give a don't put in a number on it because then then they'll they they know. <laughs> they, just, well, they also adjust down. Sometimes yes. you, you say five, you'll get four. Yeah, so just say as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's uh that's the workaround. That's what I would do personally. But cool. I've know. got I've got a question for the both of you. I mean, you mm-hmm. look like Seven Eleven frequenters from time to time. Uh, that's a bit mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i mean i i feel like there's there's something like underneath that comment no, no. Yeah, wow. <laughs> what everyone, uh, everybody goes to 7-eleven uh i i couldn't tell you the last time i was inside a 7-eleven genuinely but when i was a high school kid i went to 7-eleven okay. like once yeah. a week for okay. sure all right well you know the yeah. did you ever partake in the uh the, the the dogs the hot dogs where they have like the, the hot chili, dog the, game the, the, and they have the the chili station yeah. yeah, RJ's nodding in the affirmative. He knows what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. What do you? In, what, yeah, yeah. what are your yeah. thoughts? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, as a as, as a man of the modern age, strong Catholic men, we can tell you. Why don't you you take it, uh, Reese? The, the the hot dogs with the chili, like mm-hmm. the the chili in the the pump kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not I. I don't. Uh, I don't do the chili, uh, but the cheese sauce though. Mm. That's a, that's like an elite move because that that cheese mm-hmm. sauce is technically for nachos. It's like reserved for those. But mm-hmm. like once you're in Seven Eleven, there's no rules. So it's a free for all. Um, that's true. Yeah. I, I mean, so, we've you've been in Seven Eleven, right? There's no rules. Oh, yeah. 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 Just rights. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. So <laughs> you uh, you can take that cheese sauce, throw it on a hot dog pretty good that's not bad that's a good move um i i in high school again i i had the hot dogs i had the corn dogs the taquitos i had a lot i haven't in years but yeah the cheese sauce that's what you did i Mm -hmm. never did the chili but uh because there's no rules but only rights and freedoms i i I took it upon myself to put the chili or the cheese sauce on the hot dog also it begs the question is like if neither of you were eating the chili who was eating it why do they keep making it (sighs) i i I don't know jer i don't tell you one time though me and my buddy ham meat we were in a 7-Eleven at like 2.30 a.m. It sounds like ham meat was put, is putting that back, that, that A chili. hog squeal would definitely yeah. throw that back. Oh, yeah. Hog squeal. He, he, I think he had 7-Eleven one of the last times I saw him. I think he went and got a hot dog, and he put the, the onions on top. Lots of onions he put on. He's a big onion guy. Big onion boy. <laughs> yeah, so they have chopped up onions there. He was loading up his hot dog with uh, onions. Uh, one time I took him through McDonald's and he got he got double onions on the the McDouble double onions. I was Ooh. like, dude, that's a lot of onions. And he was like, I like it. And I was like, all right. Yeah. Even you know, inside the burger, yeah. Even inside the burger. Uh, <laughs> that's where he gets his vegetables. Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, we were in a Sev one time, and we were in like uh, before we could even drive. Like we walked to the Sev at like two a.m. 
and uh the guys there are like hey do you guys want all these taquitos we got to throw them out if no one eats them <laughs> and uh we we got i'm not even kidding like 22 taquitos or something like that and they just gave them to us for free they're like you guys can have these and we're like okay yeah and uh I... some of them were not good yeah they they're uh, uh they've been there for a while yes yeah but those are fantastic the taquitos that are like obviously like not in any way shape or form mexican food at all they're like you know like buffalo chicken taquitos and stuff uh, like just oh yeah no that, that mac is and cheese on of, the inside also yeah, oh man well that's authentic i don't okay. know that is that is authentic cuisine. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what's authentic yeah. too, but it's authentic. <laughs> yeah, it's good stuff. So it's life's very good so, stuff. so life's good over there, Sugarhead. You, you doing? Oh good? yes, yes, sir. All smiles and sunshine. How about you, RJ? Yeah, I mean, other than the onion thing on my burgers, mm-hmm. that was that was depressing. But uh, yeah, I don't think I have any. Um, Fun stories. No one's been messing with my can in this new neighborhood, which is good. Ooh. Which is really good. Although uh, I do think I got to get another new toilet seat because this one's not broke, but it's like it's sliding off of the the thing. Do you guys know how to combat this uh, this challenge? Like it literally slides off of the bowl, and you're like, whoa! And, it, and you like slide. Are you, are you stick? Oh. Are you sticking to the to the cover? Or are you sticking to it? <laughs> no, no, no! You're not stuck to it. It's just like, like you'll be sitting there perfectly still, and it'll be like it's, just, it's like it's on marbles or something. That's what it feels like. Oh, maybe you ought to tighten something. Did up. you like? I did. Screw it down. Yeah, the... I, I did. I I did. I tightened them up real good. I saw online too. They said don't tighten it too much because they said even though it is it will crack. Uh, plastic, it's still porcelain, and porcelain will crack. You know, uh, porcelain thrown. Yeah. So, well. So I don't know. I, I I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but it feels like you're sitting on marbles. Yeah, it's a real dilemma. I mean that like, that could that that could be tied into your new lifestyle though. Of getting a new toilet seat every week. Well, I mean, just because of the the support that the Criterion Cruise podcast now has, and it's brought to you by Manscaped. Who is the best oh. in men's below-the-waist grooming? Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's oh, wow. performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle, join over four million men worldwide yep. who trust Manscaped yep. with this exclusive offer for you: twenty percent mm-hmm. off and free worldwide shipping with the code Creeps at Manscaped.com. RJ. Yeah. There are two things out of control in today's world. Uh-huh. What, what's that, Jer? Inflation and your pubic hair. Everyone is talking about it, but no one is talking about solutions. Well, perhaps there is finally an amazing party that could solve both Manscaped. Yeah. The solution starts at home. In the bathroom, hovering over a trash bin placed on the closed toilet seat as you zig, zag, juke, jive up and down all around your testicles. You know about testicles, RJ? I've heard. It's where sperm is produced. (sighs) And you know what? Your respective partner or partners will love it. You'll finally be doing something your family and friends can be proud of. Wow. Wow. This is is huge, Jerry. I I had no idea you were so enthusiastic. Ah, my RJ, life-altering. 
life altering. You know what, Jared? The the feedback with, the feedback I'm getting, you know, five out of five. With the lawnmower four point Jared, you don't have to use that trash can on the toilet seat. It's waterproof. You can take it into the shower with you, Jer, if you want. And then, hey, guess what? No, mu- uh, no mess. No muss, no fuss. You know what I mean? I know exactly what you're saying. And you know, Sugarhead, there's a flashlight on it. So you can get in there real close with a 4,000 LED spotlight in for a, a precision shave. In a dark cave. In a dark cave. That is your under regions. Be- because before you went... Where, however, you wound up in a dark cave, you charge it up yeah. on that USB charger they give you. Yeah, yeah, it's a US with the charging stand too, wireless charging. It makes charging a breeze. Could just save your life one day that flashlight. You never know when you might need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but let's not forget, Jared, the fine clothing brand that is at Manscaped. I got mine on right now, and <gasps> let me tell you, wow. this shirt, hundred percent cotton. Does it not breathe? But man, is it soft. Man, is it soft. I caught my wife trying to try it on, and I said, listen. Back off. Back off. That's my sandwich. And uh, actually, I share with her because we're in a loving relationship. But uh, Not your shirt. Uh, you, not my shirt. I said, that's my Manscaped shirt, baby. I said, when you get sponsored by a uh, elite company, you can have your own. Mm-hmm. And it's not to be mean, but, you know, it's just the way – it's the rules. I said, this is my shirt, and these are my underpants, which, by the way – I'm wearing the underpants right now. I would show you, but I don't want to. You're the you're, uh, you're the real deal. I am the real deal. Performance boxer briefs, guys. Now, Sugarhead, you don't have to reveal too much about yourself, but I'm going to tell you. I'm a boxer brief man myself. I like the smooth, comfortable fit that the boxer briefs allow. And with the Manscaped boxer briefs, even comfortable. And man, can they breathe. Man. What do you, what, what do you think, Sugarhead? Wow. Wow, what a Huge? what a thrill! Holy, uh, <laughs> I mean that is huge. Uh, that is that is huge. And man, do they breathe! That man. Is, man, do they breathe? That's that's all I got to say about it. I you know, I I think uh, last week sold me on uh, on this, and uh, you know I, I'm just waiting for well, frankly, Canada Post. Uh, mm-hmm. To to get these, gosh darn, uh, t-shirts to my door. That's uh, that's what's going on. Yeah. As yeah. well as the the lawnmower 4.0. What 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 about the shed travel bag? You, you, you For gonna... care on the go. Yeah. You, oh. So when you're when you find yourself in that cave, in the dark, <laughs> you can like fish around in the bag and say, ah, there it is. And they turn find the, the turn the light on. Yeah, you know, because it's got a light. That's, yeah. Yeah. And then you'd be like, oh, my weed whacker. <laughs> oh, the <laughs> my, weed whacker, Jerry. My, my nose hairs. They're kind of getting in the way right now of this this, this dangerous uh, place I, I find myself in. Well, deep in a cave, you're going to have lower <laughs> oxygen allowed. Those nose hairs are going to be trapping some of those oxygen particulates, Jerry. You know about particulates? Mm-hmm. You got to clean those out, baby. And you those ears... That hair never stops growing. You got to get them. So why not invest in the weed whacker today? What about that ball toner? The ball toner, Jared? Man, with things like uh, what's in the ball toner? Well, I mean, and... I was thinking like ultimately maybe it doesn't matter what it does. Maybe you could like take it and throw it in an assailant that's trying to get you in the cave. Yeah. 
I mean, you could do that. Yeah. I, I, I know that for the unsung hero, ball toner, grooming nets you all of these benefits, and your ball toner enhances them. Once you're free of excess body hair, your toner can go to work. It's designed to do a few things, and all of them together make you feel even more magical downstairs than before. Comprehensive ball toner, my man. And with the witch hazel in there, Jarrett? You know about witch hazel? It's got witch hazel in it. Wow. And they're get, and they're doing 20% off for like 20% off? another three weeks? Uh, 20% off and free shipping? Free wow. shipping. Let's get this call to action, Jarrett. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code creeps at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. And use code creeps. That's right. C-R-E-E-P-S. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Trademarked. <laughs> Period. <laughs> it's very important to note that. Yeah. Yeah, you can't forget any of that that stuff out. You know, Jerry? Well, would you like to get to our Manscaped-approved emails? Man, I can't wait. How about you, uh, Sugarhead? What do you th- how do you how do you feel about this situation currently? Man, yeah, I still just floored, blown away. You, you fired up? <laughs> Man, boy, do they breathe. That's all I got to say. Wow. Just like these emails. We're about to let these puppies breathe. Am I right, Jared? Mm-hmm. Nice. Oliver Beautiful. Granger. Oh, God. He's got an email here. Entitled <clears throat> NHL Playoffs. Oh, let's go. Oh, look at yeah, that. Yeah, Sugarhead's a big listen, NHL Listen boy. to the excitement. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, you, you thought I was excited about t-shirts and underwear. This and, is... and balls. And balls. <laughs> yeah, just get those old, the oil bros over here. They're going to get get going, Jarrett. Big time. Who's winning it all? Are you is asking that... me? I, I mean, I'm asking whoever. Uh, he continues, I have been told it would take a miracle for my stars to beat down the road from the creeps. Calgary. Hmm. What do you think, Sugarhead? You're the uh, expert here. Well, I I can't stand Calgary, so no, I well, would... they're my favorite team. Uh, oh well, no. I mean... <laughs> they got to see it's a C like like Criterion Creeps. So and it's, oh, and it's on and it's like on fire. It's pretty cool. Maybe a collaborative look merchandise opportunity. Mm-hmm. That's... Yeah, well, I've been, been trying to sell them. It's like guys, you, you got it all wrong. It should be like the Calgary pustules or something like that and it's just a pool of ooze it's like yeah that's the money beautiful (laughs) and love it yeah uh so uh, while i would say that it would take a uh small miracle i do think that uh the playoffs are uh nothing if not unpredictable and dallas could come out with a win in, in six or seven games Ooh, you heard it here first Sugarhead says it can happen. The flames. I mean, they only lost one nothing last night, so yeah. No, that's not bad. So, who do you have uh, for the whole whole thing, Sugarhead? Who's your favorite? I'm somewhat biased. I I am a huge Edmonton Oilers fan, so I did pick the Oilers to win the Stanley Cup this year. Oh dear. Um, But Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll see. Uh, They are playing tonight, uh, game two. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it should be 
uh, a fun time. Hopefully they uh, perform pretty well uh, in the playoffs this year. Uh, I, I'm I'm hoping for him too. I was gonna say, uh, I, I think a mutual friend of ours uh, tweeted something uh, publicly that they did not mean to tweet, and then deleted it. I think it might have had something to do with the Oilers' performance the other night. But uh... <laughs> which which mutual person is this? Well, mutual to you and me, or mutual be- to, to, to Sugarhead? Th- to all three of us. Uh, oh, a friend potentially? Yes. Wow. No. And, but, well, but, I, but I could be wrong about that. I don't want to say any more. Oh, I Entirely see. Entirely possible. Yeah. Should I ask him? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I'll wait until... I'll, I I won't do it at this moment, but I'll okay. ask him. I'll okay. ask him. All right. I'll say, what did you delete? Say, what are you hiding? <laughs> what are you covering up? What are you covering up there, bucko? Well, I did see uh, on uh, via Twitter that I guess uh, all-star player Connor McDavid's laptop... Uh, what got stolen, and um, <clears throat> the the city deployed uh, three police officers to to look into it, because you know when citizens' uh, laptops go missing, they make sure they get like at least three people on it. It's very mm-hmm. important. Did they find it? I don't care. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> who gives well, a I shit? <laughs> McDavid is uh gotta be uh i mean reese were you out looking for this thing too because i know you need mcdavid in in top form yeah i had my magnifying glass i was out looking for clues yeah, your, your sherlock holmes hat i'm a gumshoe uh Ooh. sorts yeah uh i was out looking for uh unfortunately uh, like 500 kilometers away from the crime scene so uh no leads at this point no leads. that would be where they least expect it though <laughs> Would be 500 kilometers away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Huge. Huge. <laughs> so uh, what else you got over there, dear? I don't know. That's it from Oliver. But I do have ah. a, a Samuel Loveland. Holy shit. What's he up to? An email entitled, Been a While. Oh, shit. Hello, creeps and Mr. Head. It's been a while <laughs> since I last emailed in. Mm-hmm. Been busy with school and things of that nature, but now the semester is over. I took in my last final this morning, and now it's movie time. While I oh, may oh. have been late to the draw while uh, with appearing on this episode, and since it appears my special plan for this week's esteemed guests failed, or get guests failed, I'll Two make guests, sure maybe I'll make sure I won't be late in sending this email. There mm. you go. It's on time. It's on time. Mm-hmm. I have a quick question for the triple Canadian threat on this week's oh, episode. Dear. What are some right. of your favorite National Film Board of Canada movies? Could be shorts, features, whatever. I've been told they're most well-known for shorts and cartoons that kids were forced to watch in school, and that the French division had a lot of filmmakers who were known for pioneering, quote, direct cinema. Oh. Sorry, I was, I was searching this thing. I got a little too excited. Very excited. Some of which were recommended to me by my Quebecois friends. What are some picks from the three of you for essential ones? I look forward mm. to hearing you three discuss this week's movie. Thanks, and have a great show. Sam, Slam, Love Machine, Loveland. Man, it's good to hear from Sam, number one. You know, the last time I remember Sam was ha- struggling with or- with some organic chem. He should have written in. I think uh, Sugarhead could have helped him with that. Hey, Sugar? Uh, yeah, I know a thing or two about organic chemistry. He knows uh, a thing or two. Yeah. 
you know, not a big deal or anything. Did, yeah. Did, did I just get? I think I just got spoiled by going to Letterboxd a moment ago. Why? What happened? Wait, what? Oh, <laughs> interesting. What? What? Not. So <laughs> I, uh, I got the film board up here. Get. Um, I don't. I don't even know where to start to sort through this stuff. There's a lot of movies here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I'm I don't know if I've just, ever seen uh, any of these. Oh. Yeah, well, I mean... According, according I, to know. the incomplete list of National Film Board of Canada animated shorts, I've seen only 14. Is this a letterbox list? Yeah. Okay. Um, William Shatner wow. sings "O Canada." Everybody, that looks wow. good. everybody knows "Log Driver's Waltz." Oh, classic! Who, who could forget? Yeah, yeah. Who could or forget? The cat came back. Uh, I uh, actually think I maybe have seen yeah. that one. Mm-hmm. The the big snit. The big snit. Yeah, these are things that you, if you saw them, you'd go, "Oh, I watched that on TV" because mm-hmm. these things were on. CBC all the time, in, like especially in the mornings. Uh, uh, one that I actually thought was really good is E from 1981. E uh, E E just just the letter E. Is letter about e. Uh, okay. ecstasy, the drug. Like yeah, like the drug. Okay, well, I don't know. That's that's the street name for it, Jer. Mm-hmm. Come on, you can watch some uh, Norman McLaren uh, films like Neighbors. I love Norman McLaren. It's one of my favorite. Oh, I know you do. Yeah. I've never seen it, but a movie I've wanted to watch that's on here is a Tanar Jewett, The Fast Runner. Oh, that movie looks really good. At the Jean Nouette? Yeah. 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 It's uh, it's long. <laughs> is it? And, and it's it, it was shot on like early digital cameras, like mini D- mm. digital cameras in like two thousand. Um. Yeah. It's uh. It's worth watching. Worth watching? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought it looked cool. I thought it looked cool. Yeah, see, I don't even know where to start with this thing. There's so many uh, so many sections, yeah. so many categories. So many movies, Jarrett. So many. Um, just, see, I'm just doing a flip through a list of NFB films. A lot of people talk about Ryan. Um, Ron? Ron. Is that what they're talking no, about? Wrong, wrong, wrong filmmaker, RJ. Oh, wow. The other R. Wow. Um, Damn. Let's see here. Yeah, I don't know. This this thing from Don Haldane called Drylanders from 1962 sounds cool. It's about a documentary about farming in Saskatchewan. Ooh. Sounds oh. cool. Ooh, The Hutterites from Colin Lowe, 1964. Uh, give voice to a little-known Hutterite co- uh, community in Canada. With only a cameraman and a sound man to accompany him, Lowe spent three weeks living in a Hutterite community in Alberta, recording the lives and rituals of this misunderstood people. Sounds pretty neat. Oh, yeah. Sounds pretty neat. Uh, there so is I- the uh, documentary on the stuntman uh, Devil at Your Heels about a mm. Uh, Ken Carter. Was he a stuntman? Yep. Trying to trying to jump over a Niagara Falls, I believe. Did he make it? I, I, I don't want to spoil things. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. 
Oh well. Oh, that uh, that two hundred seventy years of resistance is oh, a yeah. uh, mm. NFB um, film. So I would say that is my favorite. That's, that's good. But I also I I don't know if I like have any of the other ones logged because they are all just like yeah they were on TV and yeah. I've got no like memory of them so. So Same. I'm on the NFB produced list, and we have things like Mon Uncle Antoine, which is <gasps> in the, which is in the collection. Um, I know, I know, RJ, hold, hold yourself back. What about Wrestling with Shadows? Like the Bret Hart yep. documentary? Mm-hmm. That's in there. Well, that's, oh yeah. hell yeah! That's, the, that's there, awesome. There's some NFB money in that for sure. Uh, oh, for sure. And then there was actually a, a, a Ryan Nagel pick, Carts of Darkness. Oh, yeah, that sounded good. Did you ever watch that one, I Reese? did. I did. Oh, well, Jared sure. did. I did not. Yeah. Is uh, Psycho Goreman in there? It is not. <laughs> not oh. yet. Okay. Well. Not yet. Right? Because that is, that is Canadian, correct, Jared? I think so. Well, I mean, the Astron 6 boys were originally. I'm not sure if they still consider themselves or if they've gone the way of James Cameron. Eh, I bet they stayed true. Perhaps, perhaps. Uh, oh, what about? Uh, well, there's through a blue lens, which is, which is uh, depressing. The, yeah. the documentary uh, in the Lower East End of Vancouver, you know, about East Hastings. I've heard my hot cam used to uh, work on East Hastings for the last three years, so nope. I've heard. And Project Grizzly. Is it about grizzly bears walking the runway? No. Here's one that Sugarhead might know, since we were talking about hockey. Uh, animated short from the 80s called The Sweater. About, uh, oh, is it, it was like about... the hockey sweater? Yeah, the one with like the, the kid who has to wear the Canadian's sweater, and then the kid oh. who's wearing the Leafs sweater, I think. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think they that's, that's forced... Stuff. Oh, yeah. That, that thing was just put on loop on TV in the 90s, you know? You know, Jer? And if you want to get to some real deal documentary filmmaking, you could always watch The Devil You Know Inside the Mind of Todd McFarlane. Todd McFarlane? <laughs> Is it about Spawn? It's about Toddy Mac. Uh, Bud. Do you think he talks about nice. Spawn? No, oh, he talks a little bit there about Spawn. That sounds cool. And talk about Venom. You know about Venom? I, I've, I, I, I know someone who might know about Venom know far too much about venom at this point <laughs> oh yeah you once you know about venom you can't unknow about venom it's one of those yeah. bad things mm-hmm. yeah that sounds cool though no. here's one for you a four minute uh, kids movie called how do they make oatmeal cookies how do they so, i don't know i haven't watched the four minute video so not i don't know bad. not bad there's another one on here. I can make art like Maud Lewis. I saw a painting of a cat from Maud Lewis the other day, and I thought it looked neat. So that sounds cool too. There you go. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking so, of speaking of venom, uh, I'm thinking oh about God. injecting venom, and I'm wondering, RJ, where's Bane? Oh, oh, oh! He's getting up. He, st- he stood up. He's going over to the closet. Right. Why is he keeping that in the closet? he doing oh he's got it it's in the box 
It's in the box. Oh, though. nice. <laughs> oh, jeez, that is like it's, it's so petite, sizable bane. Still, yeah. it's still in the box. It's so small on screen. I, well, I mean, that's a long, that's a far way away from me. I don't know if you can see. Data is curled up right underneath Bane. I, it's just his eyes. I oh see. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. There's Bane. Because uh, Reese is a special Patreon guest, he should get to see Bane. That is part of the deal. It's part of the arrangement. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, I think you did see him last time, probably. I think we had some Bane talk. He might have been outside of the box at that point. Mm -hmm. He Does was. He okay. All yeah. Right. Well, that was a. Uh, moving around so now that uh, now that we're in this new situation Bane had to get safely packaged and mm -hmm. transported to a safe location which it's is here. smart it's, it's the yeah. asset it's <laughs> he is the asset <laughs> it's not it Jared it's it's he okay please, please show Bane the respect he deserves that's Bane you want right? RJ you want to hear from uh, Rob Eagle is he doing a Bane voice uh, oh, I, I don't. I well, I don't believe so. But you should read it in Bane voice. You should. I don't, I don't think. I, I, think I, that's I, I don't think my voice can handle it tonight. Jared, I don't think mm. I've told you, but like your accents, pretty good. Oh, yeah. Actually, they're pretty like, good. Like sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you'll like, yeah, sometimes you'll do an accent, like, whoa, what is Mark Wahlberg here? And then, yeah, <laughs> flawless, All, always. <laughs> We think we got a Transformer. <laughs> Jared does it far well, better than I do, but... Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, remember when he was in Transformers, Jared? <laughs> uh, do I? What about his new movie? Uh, is it like oh, Father's Father Stew? Stew. Oh, hey, I, you know who's in that? I Well, uh, I saw the... the Mel Gibson. Yeah. I saw the trailer. I, 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 I got to see oh. the trailer for that. As did I think, think? Uh, Sugarhead. Who boy, what a mess! It, it looks like the trailer. I, the trailer looks like a mess. No, come on. Oh, the looks trailer good. looks like it gives away the entire yeah. movie. And I went home after watching that trailer, and I was like, I gotta see this piece of shit. Like, I I have to oh, see it. It see, looks so bad. I I thought you were about to see <laughs> that. You felt like after you've seen the trailer, you could log the movie because you've seen it. Oh yeah, I mean that too. That too. <laughs> well, I mean. It had a it had a perfectly timed release two weeks ago with Easter, you know. So the time for you guys to have watched this film would have been on the date like release day on Easter, and now I feel like you missed it. But uh, let's see. Um, it says it's coming soon, May twelfth. It's going to be put out on stream. Doesn't well, say I'll where. I'll be watching it then. Oh, well, we'll be watching this bad boy. I think it yeah. might uh, start in. The second run theater on Friday. Oh, oh it looks so bad. Like, uh, and the the whole story is in the trailer. And I, yeah, wow. I don't know if they could get the whole story in there. Do you guys know what the runtime on this bad boy is? Uh... Ninety minutes. For real, for real, ninety minutes. And like, I, I don't know. They they really packed a lot into a trailer. Like the trailer felt oh. like it was about. Four and a half minutes long. It, it, it is one hundred and twenty-four minutes. Yeah, one hundred and twenty-four. Really? It's over two hours long. No Sugarhead, way oh. over. Get out of here. Over. Get out of here. I also like that Mel Gibson plays someone named Bill Long, <laughs> which I don't know why that's funny, but it 
It is. Well, because you know someone wrote a screenplay. Bill Long. Long. Hey, this is based on a true story, Jared, so don't even think yeah. that someone <laughs> made up a name in this. Based on a true story. Yeah. Hey, but it's unfl- unflinchingly honest, funny, and ultimately uplifting. Ultimately, do you think it had some bumps on the way to get there? Like, what do, what do they mean by ultimately? It's like, well, eventually you get there. Is that what they're saying? Or I, I, I mean, tune in on stream. <laughs> May twelfth, mark your calendars. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. So, thanks for the email, Rob Eagle. Oh wait, we haven't read that yet. Okay, oh, it, right. it is entitled "A Helpful Household Hint for RJ." Hmm. You ready for this? for this rj maybe, maybe maybe i'm being sincere rj it's like he saw your face <laughs> well you never you never quite know with roger england you you never know it's that it's that uh wry dry british humor you know what i mean mm-hmm. you never know you never know so please no oh oh <laughs> Are you having a stroke? What's going on over there? That's did what you, that's did what you what cut out? I don't. I mean, I might have, but I said so. Please, no. And I was. He wrote O O's, but I'm not sure if he means like uh O's or no O's. Does RJ do you do you go O O? I mean, in my life, I've maybe went O O at some point. Like if I was like O O O O, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I don't think I've ever done that. Move, Maybe. Okay, move along. Move along. There's, okay. That, that just that also threw me off a little bit. I was like, hmm. And kindly roll your eyes back to the forward position. Regarding RJ's recent it. toilet seat purchases, several years back, I changed yeah. a toilet seat in my house, and it was a nightmare to remove the old seat, whose mm-hmm. bolts had rusted solid. After oh, yeah. finally fitting the new seat... I brushed motor oil onto the new bolts and carefully wrapped them with uh, cling film, which I believe you colonials call saran wrap. Fast forward to last year when I redecorated the bathroom and bought yet another seat. This time, the old bolts on its predecessor were as gleaming as the day they were fitted and unscrewed easily. Moving on. So, RJ, Mm -hmm. tips. Hot tips. Yeah, but but the ones that we get here in Canada are made out of plastic. Canada. Canada, so they're you know what I mean. I don't think plastic can rust unless you're really yeah, you could, working. Well, you mean, could throw some some saran wrap on there though, right? Like, I don't know if that's gonna solve my problem though, because my problem is like, I don't know if it's the bolts. I've looked it up. Apparently, I can get toilet seat stabilizers. <laughs> oh, uh, of, course, <laughs> of course, you can. I'm gonna I'm gonna send this your your boy's way while you're uh, okay. while you're reading this. Although your mailbag has been rather light of late, I fully expect an upsurge in correspondence this week. Assuming other listeners find your newfound partnership with the good folks at Manscaped as amusing as I do. As tempting as free shipping to Borkshire sounds, (laughs) I don't yet feel ready to take the plunge. Well, it's free shipping worldwide. I mean, yeah. we're not doing the ad right now, but we, it's, it's free shipping. You know, Borkshire's just one of the many places that it's, they can it's, be it's, seen. It's still in the world, so it's good. Mm-hmm. Maybe my opinion will change <laughs> in the future. But for now, I shall eschew the last turkey in the butcher's window look. Oh. 
What does that mean, Jer? <laughs> it's, a, it's a penis, RJ. It's a bear. Oh. It's, it's a bear penis. Oh my god. I'm looking forward to this week's show and to hearing from Reese again. Maybe this time we'll finally solve the mystery that is Sugarhead. Oh, oh, and shit. learn the etymology of his nickname. Regards, Roger, tousled and proud English. Well, I mean, now that there is demand oh, yeah. for it, I, I do. Before Holy. we do that, I just want to draw your attention to yeah. the fourth picture of this ad. Uh, Whoa, I see a dude. What's he doing, Jared? <laughs> he's uh he's ha- <laughs> he's he's hammering out the details. Why would they put that as their picture for this? <laughs> if anyone uh, he's cheering. It is and... li- I mean I, f- I do find it life affirming. Uh yeah, so if anyone wants to see what we're looking at, it is the tin app. <laughs> Uh, brand toilet seat bumper with height adjusters, toilet lifter handle families, hotels, hospitals, school, top quality ABS with waterproof adhesive universal light orange color. And the fourth picture is um, quite interesting. Wow, I sincerely hope you get these. (laughs) I might have to. I I genuinely This is awesome. (laughs) I, uh, I I too could cheer in triumph that my toilet seat has now been uh, stabilized. That's right. And so, you can finally take in the, the big game on the John. Well, <laughs> where else would you take it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, and uh, the, the last picture of this gentleman also is quite interesting. He's pointing oh. at you, dear yeah. listener. Dear listener. So anyways. Oh, like, uh, how much are those? It was $28 for this thing. <laughs> My God. But right. it came with like, uh, um, it, co- it comes with six pieces, uh, and adhesive glue pads, and a zip tie. <laughs> Wait, it can hold up to the... 12 kilograms, apparently. Oh, the zip tie is a free gift. Oh. That's, that's their <laughs> idea of a free gift. That's <laughs> zip ties. What free is the zip tie for, I wonder? Uh, Whatever I think you it's want for it to be, zip tying the toilet seat up. Oh, I so, don't know. It, like, so that it never goes down ever. Or I'm not sure. Like, there's a picture of it, and it's like maybe you just keep it on the the toilet seat so that you always have a. I don't know. Boy, see, it's wild. What a wild world. It? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Huh. Well, th- th- thanks for all three of you that wrote in. I'm just assuming that everyone's so occupied using their uh, orders for Manscaped uh, that they just don't have yeah. time for email anymore and, and enjoying the smoothness. Yes, very true. Very smooth listeners yeah. out there. It's distracting. Is, uh, how smooth they are. No. Distracting. I, I, could, I, could, I could hardly even watch movies this week. I was so distracted. By the smoothness? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it gets you. It's, but it's uh, like back peering to, uh, into the abyss. Yeah, well, it's peering into something. So, uh, should Sugarhead tell the story now that it got brought up? Or? Absolutely, it's okay. st- it's story oh, time. Okay, okay. This is wow. quite a story, Jer. I don't know. I feel like this is being very oversold. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Well, th- th- this this okay. Keep in mind that this is a 
uh, a podcast that, that is based upon failure. Its entire foundation is that of failure. So, I mean, <laughs> okay. uh, disappointment is just, uh, you know, uh, business as Part usual. of the game, I yeah. guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, <laughs> uh, as has been discussed, RJ and I did go to uh, high school together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And at said high school, there was a once upon a time a project where um, we had to construct certain things out of candy. Mm-hmm. So the teacher came and brought us a bunch of candy, and like there was all kinds of different candy, like you know Swedish berries and uh, Sour Patch Kids and all kinds of stuff. And mm-hmm. some of those candies, right? They got. Um, some like sugar attached to the outside of the candies. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I was uh, sort of a uh, a younger student. I was like in grade ten in a grade eleven class or something, mm-hmm. and so I was working with uh, some of the older guys, and we finished up our um, construction with candy, and one of them uh, took the cup that previously housed the candy mm-hmm. and now just had all of the sugar left over in the bottom of it they took mm-hmm. the cup popped it on top of my head and <laughs> sugar got all over my head and henceforth in, in, in the hair the next... <laughs> oh yeah. yeah yeah for the next three years now going on <laughs> far longer than three years I was known as sugar and, and now it's globally known <laughs> Every, people from so, all who reaches yeah all the world so now know this uh, this sad story of, of, uh, of bullying yes that, well, uh, that know, I'm, and, and RJ continues the, the grand tradition <laughs> You know what? Yeah, someone brought that up to me like years afterwards, and they're like, "Man, I think you might have been bullied in high school." And I was like, "I don't think so." And they were like, "Yeah, didn't you? Didn't you like get sugar dumped on your head?" And I was like, "Yeah, but that wasn't like, that's not bullying, right?" And then like, they're like, "Think about that," and I was like, well, "Okay, well, maybe a little bit, but I didn't like, it didn't register at mm-hmm. all." So whatever. Yeah. I, I wanna I wanna make it known too that I wasn't there for this. Oh and I course. just I, I wasn't at the at that time. I wasn't one of these older boys who was doing this thing. No, no. But uh I, I have kept up calling Reese Sugarhead for what's almost like thirteen years now. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. because uh I I don't forget stuff, Jared, as you know. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't I don't forget stuff and to me <laughs> it's like a I vault never, up there. It is. I, I never knew that it was a potential bully situation. I've heard this, too, not just from you tonight. I, I heard someone else say that once. They're like, was that something mean that they did to, to Reese? And I was like, <laughs> I don't know. Um, but uh, so I never knew that. But I always just like, sounds like he's got a sweet head. So uh, it's that's well, yeah, it's a it's a cool, uh, cool nickname. And it feels like, you know, at this point, like any sort of it, it was not a mean thing at all, I don't think. But anything afterwards like it's all good yeah. so uh yeah well I'm, I'm glad that you've suppressed any of those harsh feelings that you may have had oh yeah and, uh years I, of therapy to come yeah. so i should <laughs> yeah i should mention too like uh, my buddy ham meat hog school we've been calling him ham meat for 16 years 
So since grade 10, when we were 15, 16 years old, we've been calling that guy ham meat. So uh, nicknames really roll strong, roll hard in this uh, this school that we attended. Food for, and generally yeah, like those, kind of uh, food based. Yeah, I guess because mine was barn loaf. Mm-hmm. That's also food based. No, nope. so yeah, bread, a lot of food based br- like bread, meat, sugar. You got yourself a stew going. We got like a mustard mm-hmm. man or something, or <laughs> just just there... rendered lard. Well, that's hog squeal. <laughs> yeah. Any variation of lard or ham was was ham meat. You I know. See. I see. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the so story. It... Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, my origin story. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's it. That's it. I uh, I think one time my wife was just like, why do you call him sugar? And I was like, uh, one time in high school, he got a cup of sugar dumped on his head. And she's like, is that it? And I was like, <laughs> yep. yep. So, yeah, it's, it's always very anticlimactic <laughs> because, like, uh, you know, be hanging out with people from high school and it's like someone drops a sugar head and you're like, now I gotta explain this. Uh, <laughs> boys are simple. It doesn't. It doesn't take much to uh, entertain us, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, then sometimes people are like unsure about like, do I call you Sugarhead now? Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to. It's okay. Yeah. I, I got a passport name and everything. So yeah, Ooh, I mean, it is a fair name. question. <laughs> In in the passport, are you wearing a fedora? Uh, they don't let you wear yeah. hats. Otherwise, they would have. Damn. No. Damn. You could have borrowed one of Jared's many fedoras, mm. I suppose. <laughs> no. Uh, Jared is very clear that those are trilbies. He's a <laughs> man of class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, trilby head. <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. I gotcha. Dear Lord. So, what what do you think, Jared? That's the first time you've heard that story, I believe, right? Are you, uh, have you been is. wowed? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's wowed. Uh, <laughs> um, do you think? Do, do you guys ever think the bowler will come back? The, the, the hat, bowler the hat. Yeah. yeah, as in the hat, not bowling, but uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, bowling never went away. Yes, make that very clear. Yeah. Maybe if you started wearing bowler hats, Jarrett, because you're kind of a trendsetter, people say. Mm, some some have said. Some have said, you know. Uh, oh, like I, I heard... say that all the time, yeah. Yeah. All day, every I mean, day. Before you, fedoras weren't in fashion at all, and then they had a huge mm. spike. But I believe you stopped wearing them, and then they crashed pretty hard. Yeah. Even though you still have them, you just... <laughs> The, you don't pull them out very often. The, the collection. The collection. Mm. The other collection. Yeah. Bowlers might come back. I do know of some uh, some dapper gentlemen who do have uh, fedoras, because they, apparently they get them made in Toronto from, a, from an actual hat maker. But they, these are people in their 60s, so it's okay. They're not, they're not online people. <laughs> I mean, and, and they told, and they uh, t- uh, had told me at one point how you're supposed to actually take your hat on and off, not by the brim, but by the front. Are you aware of this, RJ? Do you like roll it down your arm too. Uh, I'm not like, like this, Joey Jeremiah guy. style yeah. <laughs> from uh, Degrassi. <laughs> um, I I haven't heard of this thing, but uh, I, I have not just either. 
Just because they're 60 doesn't mean they're above the law. Just because they're old doesn't mean they're above. Well, the, the, uh, the, the same person also sports a, a 10-gallon cowboy hat at times. Those are cool. Oh my God. Those are cool. Do they have snakeskin boots, this person? Uh, I'm not sure if, it, if they're uh, snakeskin. But, uh... Follow up. When they're wearing this fedora, what is the rest of their outfit like? Is well, it like T-shirt well, and jeans? No, the, the, with, with the, wait, you're talking about the sorry the fedora the fedoring or the, the 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 cowboy hat. The fedora. Oh, um, no bow tie it's, suspenders. No, it's with like a suit. Full suit. Yeah. Okay, what about the cowboy hat? Oh, bo- bolo tie. They got bolo tie. Oh yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay, well, that's now my opinion's changed because I'm a big Bolo boy. Reese knows all about this. He's seen the Bolo oh, in yeah. action mm-hmm. a couple times. Yeah, I like a Bolo tie. There, it was never, stuff. it was never in doubt that I liked a Bolo tie. Yeah, good, good, because it is a big part of my character now. I wore one last weekend. Yeah, to the baptism. There you go. Yeah. Big baptism, Bobo. You know what I mean? You did it. I did it. So, boys, what have you been mm-hmm. creeping on this week? Uh, Sugarhead, do you want to take it? Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I, I totally could. I could include some things that I've been creeping on for well, a little while, I guess. For, I mean, what, you might have it's been, you what, a... since November? I mean, that's a lot of you. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, you want <laughs> a the last half a year? Four months. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Sure, why not? But it is coming uh, up on half a year. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, uh, recently I got into, I mean, a couple of weeks ago I watched that The Batman. The Batman? Oh. Which, uh, yeah, I thought that was that was pretty good. That That one was, I was so glad that I could watch it on streaming. And that was mm-hmm. a solid three-night effort for me. Three um, nights. That was that was perfect. Oh yeah, uh, an hour at yeah. a time. No, that's, it's that movie is is goddamn long. long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so a nice uh, three hour effort there on the Batman. I thought that was really mm-hmm. good. But I agree. Nightclub Batman was <sighs> awesome. Like <laughs> the best. <laughs> I I love yeah. Nightclub Batman. Same with in the Dark Knight when he's in that nightclub. It's like. Just have Batman in nightclubs all the time. They figured it out with this one. They're like, yeah. people want nightclub Batman. And they gave him a solid, what, like 15 minutes in a nightclub almost? Uh, yeah. And I just thought it was cool that, like, he was just showing up places in full costume and no one was like, what is going on? This is very yeah. weird. He yeah. was just, like, stand. Like, he probably could have, like, taken the bus or something in, like, full costume, and no one would have said anything. Well, the thing is, though, he would also mm-hmm. just do it very slowly. Because that, that is one thing in that movie where it's like, Robert, for some reason, Robert Pattinson just like, I'm going to move very slowly through everything I do. But my argument there is because he's recording everything with his, his fancy oh, yeah. contacts for the evidence. Because, <laughs> you know, because oh, yeah, he's going to take him to court with his bat contacts. Yeah. But the other thing that I thought that was pretty cool about that, like, the suit was very, like, utilitarian. And, like, his logo on the chest, was it, like, a knife yeah. or something? Yeah, it's the battering yeah. knife thing, yeah. 
that was that was like very cool. Oh, he pe- just like popped it back on with a magnet. Pe- I- people shit their pants. Were so mad about that. They thought that was that was super lame when they first kind of were showing off the costume. Why? But I was like, I don't know. I mean. Well, it, it's pretty neat. It's fine. Yeah. It's cool. It, it makes yeah. sense. It's like from a design perspective. It's like, yeah, pack Batman up and make it make sense. And I, yeah, e- emo Batman's great. Um, you know, year two, Bat- year two, Bruce Wayne should be a, a mopey little bastard spray painting mm-hmm. on the floor. Sins of the father. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's perfect. It, it works completely. Right. Yeah. I, I thought it was sweet, so yeah, I was I was totally in for that. So then after that one, I followed it up with uh, Venom Two: Let There Be Carnage. <laughs> now, can I just interrupt for a second? Have you seen the first one? Sure have. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. Um, this one. Uh, this is what I was so I mistakenly said that Father Stew was ninety minutes long. Uh, I got my wires crossed. Venom 2 is 90 minutes long, and it sucked. Uh, nice. This was, it was really bad. <laughs> like, Worse I, than I the mean, first one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Like, I uh, I don't know what I expected. I, I kind of know what I expected. Um, I expected it to be pretty bad, and it completely yeah. delivered. It, it was... Or did it exceed? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, in terms of like kind of a goofy fun thing where nothing made any sense and like um what's his name? Tom Hardy was in it mm-hmm. and I think he did the voice of Venom. Like the whole time I'm he like does. thinking who is doing the voice of this hilarious Venom? And if it's Tom mm-hmm. Hardy, that's uh, like just preposterous. But <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I remember when they were advertising the first one, there was a news article I saw, and it was like, Tom Hardy to voice uh, Venom as, lo- as well as Eddie Brock. And I was like, <laughs> He's wouldn't Eddie have that Brock. always been the case? Uh, right, right. Do you know what it... Yeah. I was like, would they have gotten someone else? Like, would they have gotten Tony Todd to voice Venom? I was like, I'm, I'm, I don't understand. But yeah, it's him. He's just doing a, a voice. He's And like, yeah. he is just so bad as Eddie Brock. Like, he is just like... He's got this like fast talking voice and I'm not sure if it's like because it's in San Francisco and Mm -hmm. he's got this implacable accent like it's not a New York accent. It's not like it's just bad. It's like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I I don't even know how to describe it, but that was that was a shitty movie. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so then after that, I watched an A24 movie. You guys know. Apparently, I'm a big A24 stan. I watched uh, Come On, Come On, Joaquin Phoenix. Guys, this movie is quite good. Um, So, uh, Joaquin Phoenix, real good actor. Don't know if you heard. Uh, Is that the guy from Joker? (laughs) He's in Joker. This is actually the Joker origin story that they didn't show, um, where he takes care of his... Uh, nephew and oh. kind of takes him around and it's, it's like a really sweet movie well I, i've uh, heard i've heard it described as a tenuous but transformational relationship <laughs> that that oh. you hit the nail on the head uh so, wow. yeah so it's it's all in black and white um same director who did 20th century women which is like one of my favorite movies and mm-hmm. yeah that's i mean 
nothing but good stuff to say about it. It was pretty, pretty solid. Hey. You, you know, oh, sorry, go oh, ahead, no. Jared. You go ahead, RJ. I just, the, the, yeah. Okay, I was going to say, uh, the day you watched that, Sugarhead, I was actually, before you had watched it, I was, um, I was going to watch that with Andy because I thought that was going to be an Andy pick. I was like, ooh, I was like, I think you'd like this. She's like, what is it? And um, we watched 20th Century Women, but uh, I was also, that guy did Beginners, that mm-hmm. Christopher Palmer movie, and uh, she really likes that one. And I was like, oh, it's the guy who did uh, Beginners, and then we, we got busy and we couldn't end up watching it. But it's on our list. We're going to watch it soon. Yeah, yeah. That's all it's, I was it's a sweet movie. Yeah. I like that guy's movies. The two mm-hmm. uh, I've seen, uh, they've been pretty good. What about you, J-Dog? What? Oh, sorry. But yeah, the only thing I wanted to mention <laughs> was, not, I thought you were like, uh, well, I'm not ready to talk about movies. But oh, what I wanted yeah. to talk about was, so on Letterboxd, under genres, you know, they'll have the genre mentioned, drama, but now they have themes. Oh, themes. Yeah, that they they stealthily introduced this sometime in the last couple weeks, and who oh boy! So we have moving relationship stories, family, emotional, touching emotion, or kids. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at the themes and dog, uh, dog, cute animals, kids, or adorable. My uh, my favorite theme. Uh, emotion, wow. emotion, family, moving, feeling. Weird. Yeah, I don't know about this. This is uh, this one: biography, artist, musician, emotional, or songs. So I, I don't know what they're getting at here with these. But oh, and then there's uh, I don't know if you've seen this nano genres. Ooh, also man. in there, implying <laughs> the existence of nano genres and. <laughs> What? Uh, so the nano genre of crying, dying, and sadness. <laughs> playing into, oh, into Jarrett's uh, sad bastard films. Uh, wow. We've got the nano genre of touching, family, depressing. Man, who comes up with these? This is incredible stuff. Yeah. Anyway, so... Uh, yeah, then we got Huge. powerful illness mentally so uh yeah all right surfing teenager friendship kids <laughs> why does surfing fit in there <laughs> That's um, weird. yeah very huh. strange yeah uh so anyway now, now you're now you're sad right yeah. this, this just yeah. makes you sad yeah, for I everything guess. but how about so i just yeah. clicked on uh licorice pizza because it was on my one uh main page and mm-hmm. i was just curious there's one called chemistry hilarious romantic comedy sweet or humorous well <laughs> who who could deny it that you know that's what i thought I the, mean, as soon as i heard you... about it <laughs> underdogs and coming yeah. of age Mm-mm-mm. also good relationship also good. comedies like bridget jones's diary wedding crashers notting mm-hmm. hill no. The, ki- the kids love it. My big fat Greek wedding. Oh. That just had its 20th anniversary. Big stuff. Big stuff. Windex. Mm. Everyone remembers. No. I don't. Yeah. You should. I you don't. Should. I won't. I refuse. Right. What else are you uh, creeping on there, Suge? Yeah. Uh, well, then I saw um, a really good show. I think you 
may have also seen it, Jared. This everything, everywhere, all at once. I'll let uh, I'll let you talk about that a little bit. I thought it was quite a cool show. Um, my first time back in theaters, actually, since Ooh. I saw a movie, Knives Out. Oh. So that is quite a while ago. So I ventured back to the theater and uh, got myself a popcorn. A popcorn? Milk duds. Yeah. Did you set it down under the urinal at any point? No, God, no. There's, uh. there are some real like venom types doing shit like that. <laughs> oh, like. Oh yes. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, it was a, uh, it was quite an experience. I mean, great show. Mm-hmm. I, I thought it was uh, pretty nice. Yeah. Pretty nice. Um, then I watched Minari. Ah. It, um, I had missed that one when it came yeah. out. I was like, I don't know why I never watched this. And it was it was a pretty nice show. Yeah. Like when uh, when I was watching Yee Yee. It reminded me of Minari, and I was like, yeah. similar uh, family dynamic, and especially on um, the little boy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because both movies have like a, a really sweet. Well, Minari's little boy, he doesn't start out sweet, but a pretty sweet little boy that you you just root for. You're like, man, oh yeah, I hope this kid makes it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought Minari was awesome. I really liked that, that movie. Yeah, I I mean, I thought it was like a cool like. <clears throat> Uh, I guess American dream story, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Absolutely. So, so I was, uh, I was in the bat. And then today <gasps> to top off my week, Uh-oh. actually, like I finished it moments before we started recording here. Wow. I watched, I watched radio guys. Now I did it. Is this the first time you've seen radio or is this a oh, rewatch no. for you? No, I've seen, I've seen radio like oh, okay, dozens good. of times. Um, so, uh, yeah, radio, it, it is everything I remember. Super good. Um, you know, touching movie. Super good. Uh, it's, it's got everything you could ever want, Jared. Like, well, it's got what's football. The, what's the tagline for radio? Let's have a look here. Um, let me just take a peek here. The tagline for radio is loading his courage made them champions mm. now i don't wow. know yeah that yeah he he was just kind of a, a helper and i believe the um the season that they document most heavily in the the show they didn't become champions they they actually uh, like went 500 so only won about half their mm. games uh, so, yeah. incorrect, but pretty uh, pretty touching show. Jared, you ever seen radio? I have uh, I have neglected this. Uh, yeah, well, this, this got to get on classic. it. Classic. So, <clears throat> uh-huh. so radio uh, for the people who don't know or aren't familiar with radio from 2003, directed by Michael <laughs> Tolan. Uh, uh, yes, who, who has two feature films that he's directed. Uh, this and the other one being Summer Catch. Starring mm-hmm. one Freddie Prinze Jr., uh, great show. W- one-time WWE uh, writer. Uh, mm-hmm. He's also got Jessica Biel, Fred Ward, mm-hmm. Matthew Lillard, Brian Dennehy, oh. Brittany Don't Murphy, Bruce w- Davison, Wilmer. Wilmer, wow. Waldorama. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen Summer Catch many times. I think Screen. I know what I'm doing after this. Hey, Hank, Summer Catch. And Hank, Air- summer Hank, film. Hank Aaron as Hank Aaron. As Hank Aaron. Great, great movie. But do we know what else Michael Tolan has produced? Uh, is it at all surfing movies? Because surfing is in the themes of radio, and I don't think there's any surfing in radio. Well, <laughs> starting from the bottom, uh, other films he's yeah. produced. Ready to Rumble. Oh. Hardball. Oh. Sweet. The Perfect Score. Oh. A movie, right. a movie, yeah. a movie I'm going to skip over because I'm going to save it till last. Okay. Big Fat Liar. Oh, yeah, Fra- yeah, Frankie Muniz. Good Burger. Oh. Coach Carter. Ooh, ooh that's a hitch great. pick. Uh, most yeah, recently, uh, he also produced The Last Dance, uh, the yep. Chicago Bulls the thing Michael on Jordan Netflix. Thing. Yep. Yeah. But the, the, the creme de la creme, RJ, a little film from uh, 2007 called Wild Hogs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. One, one man, one man. Oh, baby. How could one man beat? How could he get so much male bonding in a career? That is like an all-star list. Good Burger, Coach Carter, Wild Hogs, Hardball, Ready to Rumble. Jarrett, these movies. This, this is the auteur that America's sleeping on. This guy. How many Criterion films? Like, not enough. <laughs> Zero. Yeah. He, he, none, none at all. Not enough. I mean, some of those movies are genuinely movies that I've seen multiple, multiple times because they are good. Ready yeah. to Rumble, Hardball, Coach Hardball Carter is good. I have Coach seen. Carter. I have seen zero. You you ain't never seen any of those. The the only stuff of his that I've actually watched are his uh, some of the ESPN Thirty for Thirty documentaries he worked on, like Small Potatoes, yeah. Who Killed the USFLL. That's not hardball. Mm. It's not hardball. Yeah. And Ready anyway. to Rumble, you're such a wrestling guy. You haven't seen yeah. Ready to Rumble? What's that about? Uh, well, because the plan originally was to work through the John Cena f- uh, filmography. I, oh, sorry, that's not true. Because John Cena does show up in that. He's in the wait. He's in the yeah, weight room. But, yeah, yeah. That, so that was like kind of like his his brief cameo. But I believe we were uh, when we were going through the pay per views in chronological order. We were going to watch Ready to Rumble. Uh, in continuity, but uh, Saudi Arabia derailed our plans. Could you elaborate on that a little bit well, more? Tell he, me more about the Saudis. About dismemberment of uh, journalists and uh, disposing oh. of bodies and acid, and then WWE going, oh, we're, oh it's a billion dollars, pal. <laughs> and, uh, and it's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good, Vince. So you could just watch it any time now is what you're saying. Any time, any, any moment. When are you going to go watch a movie on Corey's couch next? I, I don't know. I just don't know. Well, can the next time you do it, can you make it ready to rumble? I could, but it's not going to be. It'll, it'll probably, <laughs> I don't know. It'll be something uh, worth my time. Unlike uh, radio. Maybe radio? Unlike, oh. unlike radio. Oh. I, I think oh, the boys. fans have demanded boys, this. Boys, boys, boys. And I mean, 
Sugarheads oh, brought it back into awareness. And, and just so people are aware of the synopsis for radio, high school oh, yeah. football coach Harold Jones befriends radio, a mentally challenged man who becomes a student at T.L. Hannah High School in Anderson, South Carolina. Their friendship mm-hmm. extends over several decades where t- radio transforms from a shy, tormented man into its inspiration to his community. Starring Cuba Gooding Jr. It sounds uplifting. Sure is. Yeah. If you've seen Rudy, have you ever seen Rudy, Jared? Nope. Jared? Jared. No. Do you not watch sports <laughs> I, uh, movies? I like the stereo I'm getting here now. Jared. What do you, like, hate Jared. football movies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what, what's your deal, bro? I think, Wow. Next, you're going to tell us you've never seen Remember the Titans. I saw Remember the Titans in theater. Well, okay, so it's not football specifically. (laughs) Okay, all right, that you hate. I believe the review was Remember the Titans, more like Forget the Titans, with my uh, my Jean Shalit glasses and mustache. Wow. Tipping the fedora. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, Jean Jean Shalit doesn't need a fedora. He might not. But you're a different man than Gene mm-hmm. Shallot. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, so that's a synopsis. But, I mean, Reese, you can tell us more about radio if you want. Because I'm, I'm, I'm camp radio with you. I saw radio quite a bit. Yeah, Who I was? mean, this movie, it's, uh, it's a hero's journey. Um, yes. Truly. Uh, I mean, you've got radio, and he gets uh, bullied. I mean, not Mm -hmm. unlike our previous story that we were talking about. Um, And uh, he gets bullied by the football team. And then this coach, played by uh, uh, Ed Helms, or Ed Harris, (laughs) uh, he he says, hey, how about you leave this kid alone? Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm going to make sure he has a a great uh, experience here with this football team. So he he makes him like the... uh, the equipment manager or something, right? Like he mm. gets to come to all the games and help out and stuff. And you know what really uh, inspires the hell out of radio to um, be more than uh, what everybody else thought. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's really a touching movie. And the fact that Jared hasn't seen it, I guess mm-hmm. he just, uh, I don't even know. Well, hates, I think he just doesn't like nice film. stories. Yeah, yeah, right. Why is no this one, is why is no one why is everyone sleeping on the fact that Ringo stars in this film? Well, because you haven't uh, watched it yet, we didn't want to spoil it for you. Well, because Ringo Starr plays Stinger the mascot and is uncredited, so yeah. I, I think you've been bamboozled, Jerry. Um, <laughs> well, okay, I do see that Ed Harris is sporting some. Uh, some sideburns in this poster. Oh yeah, are these accurate? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. Sideburns, and you know what? Like this really uh, also, you know, there's there's a lot of uh, dealing with some prejudices in this uh, small town, South Carolina. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he goes mm-hmm. into the barber shop and people say things like, uh, "What what's going on here? You you got a radio kid." on your team mm-hmm. a radio kid <laughs> radio kid it's it's like going up to someplace and being like what's going on you got a sugar head on your team here and yeah. then everyone yeah, will yeah. go hey we're allowed to call him that but you're not mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you know that old one Jarrett? uh-huh yeah uh-huh. 
It's one one of those things. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, I, I watched Radio today, and uh, that's uh, that's a quality film right there. Right? It had been a while since I saw it. Like that's a that's a mm. classic, like junior high school movie type of deal, right? Like see that in I don't know religion class or something. Mm-hmm. They showed that. I think they so. showed that in uh, yeah. Prince of Egypt, like on repeat. Oh. So, yeah. Prince of Egypt is awesome too, though. That movie <laughs> rules. So. Mm. deservedly yeah. so my goodness boys mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well what did you watch in school sinner movies oh geez what kind of movies were we getting up to i remember in junior high uh, in social studies getting to watch medicine man with sean connery oh mm. okay yeah it's it, that might be okay but it's not radio mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean Jer? Yeah. Know what I mean, Jer? Mm-hmm. We're watching well, I'm the, glad you, yeah. the uh, I think it was like the 90s TV movie of All Quiet on the Western Front. In school? Yeah. Uh, in social studies. It's weird. Why? It's, 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 uh, I don't know. It's about World War One. just feel like it's weird. That's all. Oh, ni- 1979, actually. Huh. Strange. No, they didn't want to bust out the uh, 1930s version on us. We weren't ready. Are you now, though? Uh, yes, I think All so. Right. I'm a big boy now. Gotcha. Shaving my balls. Jeez. Do it, doing what? <laughs> doing what? Just, just making sure everyone's paying attention. Yeah, I just had to sneeze for a second. I'm yeah. still listening. Yeah. Jeez. Ah, uh, good, good. Well, uh, is that it for you, Reese? You and you in radio, right? Um, riding dirty. I mean, what else did I uh, get up to there? Um, that's that's really about it. Um, yeah. When are you gonna get back on that Adam Curtis wave? Well, you know what? I, I wrote in. This is what happens, Jared. I wrote in about how much I was enjoying these Adam Curtis documentaries. Yep. And then I got publicly shamed by you saying, well, you watched wow. them out of order. <laughs> hey, There's no wow. Do, do better. <laughs> See, even when people are doing things that you encourage them to do, Jared, you still mimic their ability to do it by uh, your your existence. <laughs> yeah, you were like, well, you're uh, you're never gonna watch them in order again. So, well, yeah. well you know, yet you, so you will. You can start all over again. It's fine. It's rewarding. You'll <laughs> you'll pick up on all the things you missed out on the first time, and have your mind reblown. I mean, I Sad. I did really like those. They were they were really good. Um, as I was watching through them, but then, uh, let me see. Like, I can kind of see what happened back through the the film diary here Ooh. um jeez so i watched hyper normalization then um the, the war started in oh. ukraine so i switched gears from watching um things that were like i don't know about uh that about about, <laughs> about the world about you know how 
capitalism destroys the world and stuff. And mm-hmm. then I watched Come and See, and that was oh, like, dear. yeah, oh, of yeah. course. So, yeah. Anyways, and then I I never went back to them, but yeah. I, I guess I could. Yeah. Jeez. Well, take your time. I I recommend watching movies like Radio, Summer Catch, Ready to Rumble, Wild Hogs. All oh. good. That that won't bum you out that the world is currently in crisis and there's war going on and stuff like that. Currently. Currently. Yeah. So those movies will make you feel a-okay. Mm. <clears throat> well, uh, do either of you know about Gumby? Like the big green like, guy? Yeah. Yeah, I know Gumby. He's made of clay. What's your point? Yeah. What are you getting at? Well... <clears throat> I was thinking about Gumby the other day, as mm-hmm. you as you do, or maybe yeah. you don't do. Um, and I re- I just I found out that there's actually a, there was a documentary about uh, Art Clokey, the the creator of Gumby, called Gumby Dharma, and this is on YouTube, and it's like just over an hour long. And I was like, you know what? Now's the time. Huh? So you're you're a big Gumby guy I, at the I, moment. I. I, I um, I loved getting out VHS tapes of Gumby from okay. Blockbuster. I believe it would have okay. been. Maybe, or maybe Video Cinema, which I should mention that today on my walk to Taco Time, that uh, the the atmosphere, the, the kind of this overcast, kind of cool but not cold weather, uh, you feel like you're just on the edge of rain. It really reminded me <laughs> of walking over to the video store as a kid. Getting out some tapes, classics, real classics, not like radio classics, but true classics like "Stay Tuned." Mm. You know about "Stay Tuned," boys? What do you have to stay tuned no. for? You're not familiar with "Stay Tuned"? Oh, well, I mean, maybe we'll have to set something up, get you, get you to uh, figure it out. This uh, amazing piece of work with uh, starring Jeffrey Jones. You said this uh, was Gumby oriented, right? I, I did, but I was just mentioning <laughs> we should. You should also be. Wa- you can also be watching. Stay tuned. Oh, okay. Yeah, interesting. You like John Ritter? Yeah, I, I don't mind John Ritter. You like Eugene uh-huh. Levy, Jeffrey Jones? You like those? Guys? I do like Eugene Levy. He's Canadian, Jarrett. Mm-hmm. Was this Eddie Murphy as Gumby? Yeah, he was Gumby on SNL. You can look oh, okay. when he was a younger man. They painted his face green when he was Gumby. That's all I could think about when you say Gumby, Jared. Was yeah. Eddie Murphy's Gumby. I see. You know. Did, yeah. uh, did you watch? Did you watch any Gumby shorts as as little children? I'm sure I've seen them, but I couldn't tell you what or when. Yeah. Yeah. Do I don't know, know about Sugarhead. You know about Pokey? Is that the horse? Yeah, it's the horse. Okay, because I was just hair, about right? to ask, what is the horse's name? There, I cleared it up. It's all, it's all good. It's all good. Which character's horse is named Mabel? What cartoon is that from? Mabel the horse? Yeah. What's Mabel the horse from? Uh, That's a good question. Mabel the horse. Mabel the horse. Looks like it's just a horse named Mabel. Oh. But it sounded familiar to you too, right? I guess. I mean, it's as good a horse as any. I mean... Uh, I, yeah. I pulled it up and uh, I'm getting all kinds of things. <laughs> I don't know what I'm looking at anymore. What kind of what kinds of things, Jared? Uh, po- I think My Little Pony adjacent uh, stuff. Not that. 
I'm, I, I ain't into that. No. No brony stuff. Not over here. Okay. So anyway, not over, not uh, over here. Gumby Dharma is just about a, a, a young a young boy who was uh, abandoned by his mother because his stepdad, who was a cop, didn't like looking at him because he looked too much like the dad that the wife uh, his new wife had abandoned uh, him for. So they mm-hmm. uh, they set him up as an orphan. And then he got adopted by this really well-off doctor who, like, took him all over the place and bought him cameras and uh, gave him everything mm. he wanted. So it worked out really well for him, I guess, ultimately. Um, and then, uh, yeah, he started doing stop-motion um, animation. And he worked on a project at one point called Gumbasia, which was kind of this uh, a- abstract uh, claymation art. I guess, uh, but but fine art. And some producers saw it. Like, I like it. This is dynamite. I want you to make a a kids claymation show. <laughs> and he's like, well, let's make it look like a gingerbread man and give him uh, this weird head. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't like. I remember like ages ago at the end of these VHS tapes, I would rent with Gumby. They would talk about how it's based on this like one photo of his grandfather's hair or his his father's hair when he was like maybe in world war one or some of that and he had this big cowlick yeah like what does gumby even look like <laughs> wow he doesn't know what gumby looks like my goodness well i mean he's kind of this green guy looks like an eraser kind of yeah I mean, okay mm. but he's got a like a angle mm-hmm. okay no yeah see all right and, gotcha. he's, and, and he has adventures, and they give him sidekicks. Um, and I believe the, the the cloaky productions. They also wound up working on that Davy and Goliath show. That I'm sure I'm sure you two have maybe encountered in school. I don't know. Nah. Davy hey, and Goliath. Davy. <laughs> no. 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 Nah. We we had the real Garrett thing. Uh, yeah, David. David. from the bible from the yes this is davy yes. and goliath and goliath's a dog no we had the real thing or the vegetable version mm-hmm. nothing else well, they still i think they were making fun of uh davy and goliath on mad tv if you ever in the early seasons mm. oh you baby New- you're such baby boys well i'm sorry that Here, we're not 600 gumby, years uh... old <laughs> what is what does gumby sound like does he talk he does yeah, good question <laughs> He's like, I don't know, it's like his high-pitched little boy voice, but he's voiced by this, like, giant burly man. Yeah, but, like, What's if you were to, like, like give, give us a couple lines. Like, I, yeah. I, I can't. Again, my uh, my voice is not in the state to do the, do voices. All I can do is talk like this. Which accent is that? Okay, well, this, this, is, yeah. this is just normal. This is how I talk. Oh. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the voice I use as I manscape. Oh, wow. Dear. <laughs> dear, dear, dear. You you asked. That's, I didn't. That's what Gumby sounds like. Oh, God. Yeah. Jared. RG. So you watched a bunch of Gumby stuff this I, week, I watched, That's I what you're a, telling us? I watched a Gumby documentary. I watched a hard cloaky short. Uh, okay. I've, been, I've been watching some other uh, stop uh, motion animation fun times for no particular reason whatsoever soon to be a patreon exclusive sounds like news to me no yeah huge 
This is the first time hearing about it, Reese. So mm-hmm. I never agreed to this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, only yeah. only that you did last week, the end of last episode. Did I? No. No, I didn't. <laughs> you know, the end of the episodes don't count. We're delirious oh. from right. hours and hours of doing this. Well, RJ, don't you know? Yeah. It's May Harryhausen. Ah, that's true. That's true. Reese, are you familiar with May Harryhausen? No. What about Ray Harryhausen? Do you know that guy? Still no. So uh, you ever heard of Jason and the Argonauts? Like the the myth? No, the the movie with like the skeleton men that are like stop motion and they're like... Which which is related to the myth. (laughs) Well, yeah. Um, Let me see. You know know about that Helen of Troy? (laughs) Uh, I bet you've seen... The mythology cast now. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what <laughs> Ray Harryhausen was all about. Uh, so, you ever heard of? Yeah, Rain Mighty Harry Joe Young. Jackson. He was a stop motion guy. He did visual effects for okay. movies like Clash of the Titans and Jason and the Argonauts, and One Million Years BC, and Mighty Joe Young, a terrific film. That's Ray Harryhausen. Okay. And now we are in May Harryhausen. Uh, you, right. you, you understand? I, I got it. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, the best was a, uh, whenever we did Core May. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Jaren and I spend a month watching like 60 Roger Corman movies. We do like a five-hour podcast. And then Reese <laughs> messages me. He's like, who's Roger Corman? And I was like, yeah. We wasted a month of our life, didn't we? <laughs> hey, Nobody knows this who, or well, cares no, who Roger well, Corman no, is. Th- 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 no, this is a Reese problem. <laughs> well, this is, this is the kind of slander I get when I uh, yeah. when I write in emails and Jared's like, oh, his opinion doesn't count." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say. I see again. You you ascribe these things. I don't. I don't actually say. Well, there was a there. Why I know what Reese is talking about. There was some. There was some kind of implication. There was some, something behind that comment. Oh. I don't. I don't know what it was. I don't know what it is. But he's here now, Jared. Why don't you tell him? Tell him how you feel. <laughs> oh, oh I, hey, I've seen. I'm, I'm in. I'm in, I'm in the Ray process. Which one? Oh, okay. Wh- which one? Elf. There you go. Ray, he's an elf. Yeah. He's an actor in Elf. Huh. Weird. Yeah. Well, there you go. Wild. All right. So anyways, we're doing May Harryhausen, Reese. Mm-hmm. And we're doing it because it is a, a bit of a break this year because there is a there is an actual attainable amount. There's a, What is it, 15, Jarrett? 16. 16. It's doable. Very nice. It's doable. Um, unless you want to watch that Clash of the Titans remake and the Mighty Joe Young remake. I've seen the Clash of the Titans remake. So I'll watch the – and I've – I have seen the Mighty Joe Young one, but I'll, I'll watch the Mighty Joe Young remake. You watch the Clash of the Titans remake. How's that sound? That sounds like a terrible deal. But do you take it? <laughs> do you take the deal? Take the deal. And actually, there is a Ray Harryhausen um, special effects Titan or uh, documentary on Tubi. 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 Well, you got you got three Tubi heads right here. I, I think Reese is a Tubi head as well. Oh, big sometimes. Time. Yeah. I love those those ads. Well, it's it reminds you of a simpler time. Remember when TV had ads, Jared? Remember? No, I remember. Remember? 
Do you, do you have nostalgia for ads? Either either of you? For nineties ads, early. I I, I remember, yeah, yeah, like like the cool fun ones from the nineties that I still have the jingles in my head, but mm-hmm. not ads nowadays because ads now suck. But mm-hmm. but like remember that Yope commercial when oh, you wake yeah. up in the morning and you're still asleep, you really don't want no toast. It was, it was for Yope, Jared. It was, a, it, was, it was a pretty good ad. You remember that one, Jared? Yeah. Do you, do you know that uh, at one point, nostalgia was viewed as a mental illness to be treated? Where? Around. Yeah, are, you, are, you just, are you just saying stuff? No, I'm not. Sure. <laughs> so, everything, everywhere, all at once. From uh-huh. the Daniels. Who you mm-hmm. may recall are the the two who brought us Swiss Army Man, mm-hmm. which is a RJ pick and a big Jared time. pick, big time. Uh, this is their latest. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that this was coming until mm-hmm. about like two months ago when everyone started talking about it, and people have still not stopped talking about it on the internet. Mm-hmm. In fact, mm-hmm. it sounds like it's doing really, really well in the box office. People are turning out in droves to watch independent cinema, which I'm like, it's probably good. It's like I don't know if this qualifies anymore. I guess like when there's only one distributor that releases anything, it's like it's all it's all hits. I'm not sure about the stuff that no one talks about, but mm-hmm. um, but you know what you know what kills me though is when I look at the page on letterboxd for it uh when you log this film you get a little animated graphic have you noticed this uh reese mm, let me see is it continually popping up or is it just it, a one-time it, it, deal? it is perpetually there okay i'll get we'll get some live reaction here let me see here. This is a reaction happening up. live 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 when i uh... it's like kevin smith crying Crying, 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 crying. <laughs> There's a graphic that pops up? Yeah, well, Maybe I have uh, an ad blocker. Uh, this isn't, no, mm. I do too, but mine pops up. Oh. Oh, oh you see, wow. Yeah, There's you see it. Little... Yeah, you see it? Ah. <laughs> There's a googly eye. There's a googly eye. Because you've seen the movie, right? Huh? You see it? Yep. Yeah. Is that, is that a plot point, Jared? I, I haven't a, seen the movie. It's a thing. Is that a plot point? Not really. It's, it's a thing that happens, yeah. Is it, it a plot point? Well, uh, RJ, are you familiar with this film? I am, and I'd like to watch it when it's available, but it currently is not available anywhere other than theaters, I believe. Mm-hmm. Just like the good old days. No, we shouldn't go back to that. Make Put things on stream, or where, else Reese couldn't have watched the Batman where, if it wasn't on stream. Where else can you pee on your popcorn? I'm not doing do it in, that my, at home. in my house? No. Hey, you can't even... You're, you're working on stabilizing your toilet, let alone pissing on your popcorn. Jesus. Well, exactly. You, you, can't, you, you, can't, you can't even install a toilet seat properly. Go, I can't let, install RJ, it. That's not let, the problem. Let the professionals handle it. All right? Let, get, get, get pissing on that popcorn in the theater. And people marching through the aisle and stomping on your popcorn. <laughs> people sitting with their ass on your straw. 
The it be- went into that lady's ass. <laughs> it be- was the worst experience. And RJ, it was no, it was a beautiful thing. It was the worst because it was right at the start of fucking Avatar that she sat on my pop and the straw <laughs> went right into her butt crack and I had a huge popcorn and I was just like, not even her butt crack, right in, right in between the cheeks. It went into the hole and I was like, wow. lady, I needed hydration with my popcorn. This movie's four fucking hours long. Well, speaking of hydration, uh, maybe you'll encounter her again at Avatar Way of Water? Uh, well, I mean, there's going to be... There's going to be some sort of hydration at, at Avatar Way of Water. I don't know if it's going to be that or not. But Like the, the meat sweats? Well, I'll be sweating. I'll, I'm always sweating. So, Jarrett, you're telling me you liked this film, which Reese has already said he's a big fan. It's no Swiss Army Man, i got to say. No? Yeah, fair. It's, it's I mean, okay. which Still might good, be. Though? Yeah, it's good. You should check okay. it check it out. I it's like I as soon as it's available on stream I'd watch it. No. For for like I'd watch it like right now. Would you? Right. Would you? I would. Okay. I would. Yeah. Well, damn. Well, now I, I mean, feel left out. Yeah, you're you're looking you're on the outside looking in. We're all having a good time here. We shouldn't go back to the old days. Put things available on stream because I would have watched it. It would have counted for their online stream count or whatever. Yeah, I, f- I feel I feel like we we can't have a real conversation about it because you haven't seen it. Yeah, that sounds like a me problem. That is, that's an RJ problem. Classic. I've been busy. No. Watching Star Trek. Yeah. And things that are available on stream. Well, yeah, until they appear on Paramount Plus. But I guess you yeah. you got you got to get that figured out. It's not happening in Canada. It's only in the states that they're going exclusively to Paramount Plus. Well, in Canada, South, they are South, staying on Crave. Well, South Park has migrated now from Crave oh. onto Paramount Plus. I don't care about South Park. You should, because that's that's a sign of the times. Uh, did, you, did you notice everything has a plus now? There's like Paramount Plus. Mm-hmm. There's Burger King Plus. There's Sugar <laughs> Wait, Plus. What? Sugarhead Plus. Oh. A, a plus taxi. A okay, gotcha. Yeah, A plus taxi. <laughs> and we put it puts the yeah. plus in service. Yeah, Burger Burger uh, King Plus uh, would be pretty sick. I would sign up for that. Or B, B, BK BK plus. BK plus. Could you imagine? <laughs> Could you imagine? Reese, are you pro or uh, pro Burger King or not? Because I know we've talked about this before, but just for the record, because Burger yeah. King's a pretty contentious place. A lot of people have a lot of problems with it. I don't think I have problems with burger king i just it's like never gonna be my top choice like i think i I told you like um there were certain things like i went there when they had all dressed chicken nuggets Mm -hmm. i went there when they had dill pickle chicken nuggets (laughs) and like you know what like those credit where it's due pretty sweet but but they don't but they don't keep it coming back yeah no i'm never gonna be like man gotta get me one of those Whoppers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I I never get a Whopper ever. Do- double cheeseburger, stacker, chicken sandwiches, crispy chicken. Never ever a Whopper. No Whoppers ever. All the other stuff is what I'm there for. But just for you guys, for and for the listeners at home, here's a little creeps, uh, like actual creeps central news. Do you guys know the insanity that's happening at the Burger King downtown? What they're doing? Uh, yeah, have what, you driven past it well, lately? I, I've, yeah, no. I, I I have driven by it, and I go. Do, do you know what, what they're doing? What are they doing? 
Are they okay, built, so Reese, is, is it a giant car wash for burgers? Okay, so th- this is absolute insanity. So, Reese, you know where the Burger King is where we went for lunch yeah, for yeah. every day for six years from middle school and, to and, high and they, school? And they have that big old uh, parking lot? Yeah, yeah, they have the big parking lot. Right now, in the parking lot, they are constructing a new building mm-hmm. right beside the Burger King. The Burger yeah. King. Okay. Like, not even – there isn't even, like, three feet between these buildings. That's how close they are. This That's an There's RG exaggeration, but – Yeah, but you couldn't you couldn't park a car in between these buildings, so there's no stalls now. So it's like, where are you going to park the cars? What they're doing is they're building a new Burger King where the parking lot is, and then once it's built, they're going to demolish the old Burger King and turn that into the parking lot. So they're building a new one right be- – like, five feet away. <laughs> Which I don't know. Maybe I maybe I maybe I'm do, doing the exaggeration thing. I thought this was insane. I was like, what? I was like, they're building a new one right beside the old one. I was like, it's not that old, is it? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I mean, it's pro- I, I mean, I it's, it's at least forty years old. I don't know. Maybe there's some serious problems. Well, there was yeah, at, at one be. point that maybe, rumor maybe, that people maybe, were living in the basement. Maybe, right? maybe, maybe there's. <laughs> That was in the news of uh, local Creepsville news. Oh, is yeah. that people were living in the basement of this and it, and it wasn't you. It, it wasn't me, uh, amazingly. No, I lived at the Pizza Hut. I didn't live at the Burger King. But yeah, that was that was a rumor for a long time. Like, staff members forced to live under the Burger King or something. And you're like, cool, cool, cool. I guess that's what makes the chicken sandwiches so good. Well, they're always making them. They're just yeah, they have to. They've, they per- they, they've perfected it. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna live to. there, you might as well love what you eat. Oh, so that was in our news for a while. That was on the front page of the Creepsville Herald. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but, but now but now you have to pay for parking to go see the hockey game, and now people I are mean, pissed. Yeah, people are pissed. Reese, do you ever go to the the Creepsville Hurricanes games? I haven't for a while. Um, due to there being a pandemic, but even before (laughs) that, not really, not really that often. Um, yeah, not really. Well, now, now now that there's paid parking, are you more likely to go? Uh, well, I don't know. (laughs) Probably not. I probably like my, my, like, I probably wasn't going to go that often anyway, so, yeah. If I had to pay to park at the Burger King to go in, I probably would still do it. If if it And I, I imagine it being, like, an insanely small amount. Like, you got to pay 38 cents to park here. And so people would be like, okay, it's, it's, whatever. It's a $2 surcharge. <laughs> yeah. So just something super small where people would be like, oh, that's weird. They're com- All right. Well, they're, they're, they're committed to uh, uh, fine customer service. Of course they are. Mm-hmm. Well, have I ever told you that story about the, the best drive through experience I've ever had in my life? Like 12 oh, years ago at a Burger King? This is being recorded. I know. Okay, so <laughs> this was after uh, – this was in our younger years, Jarrett. Uh, and uh, it was Andy and I. We were get, oh, hitting man. up some Burger King on, on our way home after the bar. Does Andy consent and, to this story? Yeah, she does. She does. Yeah. This is a story we've told other people. Okay. So we go through Allegedly. and at the time they – yeah, uh, they they had the Whiplash Whopper, right? Um, but 
also like as we've said we don't like whoppers andy doesn't either so we're, we really like this the like the crispy chicken sandwich there the the big chicken sandwich so we go through and andrew's like can you get can you ask them to do a whiplash but put a chicken uh, crispy chicken in there or a chicken sandwich instead of a the whopper i was like yeah i'll ask them and i went through and i was like hey uh i was like can i get the whiplash but with chicken in there and he's like this is bk you have it your way and completely sincere super sincere just this bk you have it your way you know this is like no problem this is the diametric opposite of onions on top of your burger yes it is yeah, oh. McDonald's jamming fucking onions down my throat unwillingly. And BK and is doing it your way. They're oh. doing it your way. It was the it was yeah. the best. Was I the love best. that. And he was, he was like, he was super genuine too. Like we pulled up, he's like, "I got your guys' chicken whiplash." He's like, "No problem. I made sure they made it for you." And I was like, "Fuck, all right." Wow. And we took it away, and it looked good. We're like, "Man, there's no onions on top of this bun. <laughs> Things are good." Even twelve Man. years ago, you weren't even aware that was a possibility. I didn't. <laughs> Nobody did. But that's that's where my drive-through experiences are now. That's the peak because I don't think it's happening again. And my low is the onion burger from McDonald's. Oh, man. So those mm-hmm. Highs and lows, baby. Highs and lows. So to talk about movies once more. Um, oh sure, Reese. Uh, did did you cry at everything everywhere? Uh. No. Okay. No. Did you? I did. Did you? I did. Okay. Jared, you squirted out some? Uh, uh, Tears. Uh, Well, yeah. Yeah, I I found the last, like, half hour or so, maybe or so, was pretty effective. Very emotional. Yeah, I was, I was like, I wouldn't say I was like, um, like, nowhere close to crying probably mm-hmm. pretty close yeah okay okay yeah so is this what you would describe as a man weepy well, some might say that i mm. like the man weepies yeah i like the man weepies you ever seen warrior reese the fighting movie Warrior? with nick nolte <laughs> i don't think well, so. tom hardy is in it also oh no <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's another one people would describe as the man weepies as tucker stone once described it and he was talking about he's like because it's like two brothers and their dad the brothers have to fight each other and it's like the build-up and then uh and uh you know the band the national a national mm-hmm. song comes on and uh tucker stone is like he's like that's where every guy in the room is just fucking bawling his eyes out because the national's on there it's like grizzled old nick nolte like Ugh. And you're like, yeah, well, I might have to watch this. That's, it's uh, actually, it's not a great movie, but that scene with the national song is, is the warrior. I think it's just warrior. called warrior. Oh, yeah, warrior. just warrior. Okay. But uh, man, weepies, my man. The oh, national's yeah, coming okay. to Calgary too, actually. But uh, we yeah. tried to get tickets, and scalpers got them, and the cheapest ticket is like seven thousand dollars, which is a bummer. Does that have like three feet between Burger Kings? You go by there, and you don't tell me that they're three feet away <laughs> from each other, okay? You 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 don't tell me that they're three feet away from each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 I so do like movies, I, I, I do like how with uh, Warrior it has no time for the. No, it's <laughs> drop the the. It's just Warrior. It's just Warrior. It's just Warrior, Dad. <laughs> it's not a phase. UFC is gonna be be the thing. 
Nope. I imagine that's what people who on, watch. Which sure. you can watch on ESPN Plus. Get the fuck out of here. Is that actually a real thing? Oh, yeah. That's, that's ESPN Plus? Yeah. You think, oh I, you think I'd lie to you? I can't you? believe it. I don't think you'd intentionally lie, but I think you would lie. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so that's a bummer. Yeah. Oh, bummer. So the cheapest national tickets for Calgary right now are $387 plus $61 in fees. <laughs> yeah, they got to take, take their uh, their taste. Per ticket. Oof. Per ticket. Wow, really? Yeah, which seems like absolute fucking insanity, but wow. that's that's a bummer. It's a good thing they're a mediocre act that you don't want to pay for anything nah. resembling that price. Uh, the Nationals good stuff, baby. Good quality stuff. Quality. What were you talking about? What do we do here? Uh, cinema. With the cinema. No. Yeah. Come on. We don't do that shit. When do you, when do you want to see The Northman? Who, me? Not you. You don't go to the movies. You're over there with your broken-ass toilets. What about you, Sugarhead? <laughs> yeah, what about you, Sugarhead? I don't even know when that's coming out. It's already out. It is out. currently out. <laughs> it's yeah, been yeah. Out for, no, I mean here. Is yeah, it here? For three weeks. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's, this I, one kind it, of flew under the radar. It's probably, I, it's, I mean, it's, it's probably going to be at the mill here uh, probably in like about two? Two weeks wow. or two days? Two Two weeks. Cause it's not All this right. Friday. It'll probably be next Friday. Cause yeah, no, it's been out for a bit. Yeah, no, I, I and we actually got it. it. It's like it actually, cause even um, everything everywhere came to the the big theater first, which I was like, uh-huh. the fuck, that never happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I I think like this one kind of flew under the radar for me. Like it's uh, what's his name. Robert Eggers did this Robert one. Eggers. So, yeah, yeah. Same guy who did The Witch. Mm-hmm. I would like to see it. I think it's probably an okay movie. Mm-hmm. You a big lighthouse um, guy, Sugarhead? The lighthouse. I did like the lighthouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah a lot a of beans show. talk in that movie. Beans. <laughs> it's like the other Swiss Army man. Yeah, exactly. Your beans. Um, yeah, it is kind of. It's got pubes yeah, in it a, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is. Uh, I'll probably see it at some point, but I uh, I don't know when. So uh, my buddy Hot Cams saw it, Jarrett. Yep. And uh, is he on he said he really is he is he... not. Well, that's probably a good uh, decision. Hot, Hot Cam has a flip phone. Uh, he had a smartphone at one time, and then uh, when he was moving, his dad said, "Make sure you smash that phone on a rock and throw it in the river." So that's what he did, so that people couldn't track him. So he. Uh, Last time he had a phone, he smashed it on a rock, threw it in the river. But he saw the Northman. He likes Vikings, and he said it was good. But he said a bunch of like real cinema nerds ruined it for him because they were behind him the whole time, being like, "Well, Vikings actually at the time." And he was, and so you know, he, he, I think he was at the movie with Jarrett at the time, so <laughs> which is unfortunate, you know. But, I was just reading uh, some spicy comments left by. Uh... One of our dear listeners on Instagram, but spicy comments you said? Mm-hmm. How oh, spicy? Uh, people can look for themselves later. Um, okay. Anyways, well, RJ, I know you yeah. don't, you don't watch movies. Uh, I don't. Are, 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 are you watching any television programs? I mean, I I have been watching Enterprise, and then yeah, that was I, like weeks ago. It was weeks ago. 
And here's the problem with Enterprise or with my Star Trek watching at the moment, Jared, is I'm not sure if I should start Discovery, the next Star Trek series, or if you're going to if we're going to do that thing you wanted to do. Right. Well, I can American just, Gothic. I mean, I can throw that in your mailbox, I guess. Yes, you can. Reese, do you know that Jared and I now live two blocks away from each other? No. No. What? No. Troublesome. Mm-hmm. Problematic. Wow. Mm-hmm. No. Problematic. So, uh, and th- th- that's like not even an exaggeration. No, it's a literal. It's a literal two blocks. So, <laughs> it's as close as those two. It's closer than those two Burger Kings. No. Farther <laughs> than those two Burger. Uh, anyway, what was I gonna say? I don't know. No, I only watch Star Trek, but I don't know. Should I talk about it or should I wait until next week? Because uh, Star Trek talks a whole whole well, other how, bag, you know. We'll leave it. We'll leave it to Reese. What do you think? It's gonna be about forty-five uh, minutes of your you want, life. You know what? If uh, if I can take a yes. quick break, what, what are you going to do I on did. that? What are you going to do on that break, Reese? TBD. Okay. Fair enough. Well, we'll Fair do enough. we'll do a follow up on Patreon. That's the that's the tease. Oh. What what did Reese do wow. in intimate detail off the show and when he came back? And then I mean, people will have to tune in. That's one dollar a month, folks. And. I think Reese. Also, you're going to be our first Patreon guest. On the well, Patreon exclusive guest. Wow, quite quite the honor. Something the like word that. I would use to describe right. it. <laughs> <laughs> Season four, part one of Enterprise, coming at you. Getting from there. Wow, Reese, I can't believe what you did. What? Like all over the place, like Jesus. What did he do? It was a man. It was quite the mess in that airlock. Let me tell you. You you said it'd only be a couple minutes. How long was it? Oh fuck! What forty-five? Well, we had a detour with the pictures. Oh, that's, that's yeah. what really got well, us. Well, yeah, RJ wanted, RJ wanted to start taking pictures of it all. It was disgusting. Well, Dr. Flox. No. And you, too, can know about Dr. Flox and his fun adventures on the Starship Enterprise. If you sign up for our Patreon today. That's, <laughs> that's right, RJ. This is a free podcast, but that one is not... Yeah, you got to pay for that. All you got to pay is the low, low price of whatever you feel like. Right? One dollar. That's how that works, right, Jerry? One dollar. One dollar. <laughs> and it opens up a whole world. A, a strange new world. Who else is going to be talking about Dr. Flocks? You new, know what I mean? New civilizations. Strange new worlds, Jared? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Do we have any news we'd like to share? Nah. In, in in the cinematic world, nah, nah, there's nothing going on, huh? I don't. I mean, I don't I think look. so. I, uh... <laughs> no one knows anything about movies yeah. on this show. That's. I mean, if that wasn't clear, it should be it clear should be. at this point. <laughs> uh... it, sh- it should be. Here, here we go. Here's some news for today. Doctor Strange 2 set to kick off summer box office with best opening of 2022. That's news. All yeah. right. Sounds right. Sounds, I, sounds, sure. legit. sounds legit. Yeah. You going to see could it? say it wasn't? I, I saw the trailer for that with RJ at the Batman. And I think at one point I turned to him and I went, I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> it, it was hard to understand. Yeah, yeah, well, that's, that's all. I, but but everyone else in the theater seemed to be pretty jazzed about the whole affair. Ah, uh, yeah. No. That that tracks. Yeah. I feel I feel left behind. Mm. Mm. Kind of like how anyone not on the Patreon is left behind. <laughs> yep. From not getting that good Star Trek Enterprise talk and talk about other stuff. That's exclusive. That's correct. <laughs> exclusive. Exclusive. Yeah, good stuff. Good Fan- stuff. Outstanding, outstanding. Well, um, without further ado, we got a, a big boy movie to talk about. What? So, oh, uh, shit, we still got to do that, eh? I know. <laughs> every, every week, you forget. We're always forgetting what we're doing. Well, damn, here we get going then. Uh, so after the break, I don't know. Uh, we close the window, t- t- turn up the gas. <laughs> and then what? <laughs> then we go to sleep. Mm. And then the podcast is someone else's problem, RJ. Ooh. We win. <laughs> that would be the way to go. To go.
你拍摄干嘛？只能看到前面，看不到后面，这样不是就有一半的事情看不到了吗？每天早上醒来的时候，就一点把握也没有。从我这边的墙壁，没大没小。And we're back. This is the Criterion Creeps podcast, and tonight we're talking about Yi Yi from the year two thousand, directed by Edward Yang, and we are joined by friend of the show Sugarhead. Hello. Hi. Uh, there's no tagline for this film, sadly. I, mm-hmm. I, feel, I feel we're being cheated on that front. Uh, but yeah. a synopsis, a single sentence, so elegant. Each member of a family in a Taipei, sorry, in Taipei, asks hard questions. Wow. I just added an A for some reason. Each member of a family in Taipei asks hard questions about life's meaning as they live through everyday quandaries. Deep stuff. That's it. Deep stuff. Yeah. So, Yee Yee, uh, this is a movie uh, very well regarded. It has been on you know various top 250 lists on Letterboxd of movies you should watch. Um, I think mm-hmm. often when you look up Criterion Films and you sort it by ratings, this is in that uh, upper echelon of movies. And I would say that it's probably one of the highest rated Criterion films that I had never seen before. And, and what? Uh, I beg your pardon? <laughs> I was going to. Well, Jarrett, I was going to say it's higher rated than Gertrude. Uh, even higher rated than Gertrude. Okay. That's all I was going to say. That's all I wanted to know. Yeah, you just wanted to get that out. I just want to get that out there before we get into it. Yeah. For real. It uh, currently is on the uh, official top 250 narrative feature films, um, which mm. number one is uh, once again Parasite, after it was, I mm. believe, temporarily overtaken by everything everywhere all at once for uh, for a minute. Hmm. Interesting. But okay. It's, but, okay. It's, but it's battled back. Um, and Andrew Yang's got at least two films on this list because there's also an, another one of his films because I've never seen a single Andrew Yang film until this week. Uh, Brighter Summer Day, which mm-hmm. is a future creep. And Yee Yee, according to this list, is number 16. RJ, if you can believe yeah. this, it's above The Dark Knight. Yeah, but like in terms of like like societal context like did it make that much of like a like uh historical like uh impact like the dark knight did 
<laughs> is there I, a Yee I, I don't, statue? I, I don't, is what I'm asking. <laughs> I, 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 I don't. I don't know MCU fan. Even despite the have... fact. That... <laughs> Do they Talk have? I, 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 I can't. Statues. I I actually cannot believe how often I read that that like criticism about like cultural impacts, which is actually this... it, it doesn't get really lobbed. I don't think it yee yee because those people don't even know what this movie is. But mm. I definitely they always talk about it with Avatar. <laughs> they really hate that that movie made so much money. Um, and it's like, well, you know, it complicates uh, Endgame's uh, clear win. Yeah, <laughs> or some, or some complicates. shit. Complicates. Yeah, so, yeah, it really makes it so it's not a slam dunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I would say this is a, a film and not an amusement park ride, like uh, Marty. One Martin Scorsese. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. so it's, it's Marty to his friends. Sugar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. You know I, what's 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 actually surprising me is uh, one film titled Ron. Is also uh, it's rated thirty two, which is uh, you know double sixteen, which is where uh, Yee right. finds itself. Interesting. So, Next so, time I'm on Parasite. All right. Yep, that's uh, you got a thousand <laughs> thousand movies to go. That that'll go by like in a month. That'll yeah. be fast. And be, and you yeah. and you did just watch Come and See, which is number two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's, I don't. That's big time. I don't think I'm gonna watch that one again. Uh, no, no. <laughs> we can no, let Sam Loveland on for that one. That's uh, a one and done. Yeah, you better get Sam number one on that one. Gotcha, <laughs> gotcha. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So yeah, uh, but Sugarhead, you it's like some several months ago. I don't even remember when. When uh, RJ had mentioned to me that uh, you'd be interested at some point being on, and this was the movie that you first mm-hmm. brought up. Your number one pick. So, why is that? Well, I think this was, like, maybe the first, like, Criterion movie I was, like, super consciously aware of and watched. Like, um, I think I watched it because it was available on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like, the quality of the subtitles was um, good enough that I could, you know... Uh, watch it and uh, uh, I was like pretty stoked about it I think I had actually just started listening to um, the Criterion Creeps podcast and I was like Ooh. let me uh, let me get into some of these Criterions and I was like oh this one keeps coming up and it's got a uh, I'll, I'll be honest like the poster um, is very uh, aesthetic and I was like yeah alright Let's do this one. So fired it up first time. And uh, I mean, I'm not giving away too much here when I say that I I really like it. Um, I think it's a really great movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, So when I saw that it was, uh, you know, coming up in the in the creep among all the uh, the Bergmans and the whatevers, um, I was like, hey, when uh, when you guys get there. Let me know. The Bergmans or whatever. The Bergmans. <laughs> and the Altmans. And the Ron Mans. The Rons. <laughs> of the world. Yeah. Uh-huh. Goddamn Ronald. Yeah. 
Well, uh, Energy, well, that's good. Yeah, you know, Energy, you've never seen this movie before either. No, no, come God, on. God, no. I don't. I don't watch movies. Come on. <laughs> we just spent an hour wasting Reese's precious time in this 15-hour-long podcast episode about how I only watch Star Trek now. So I don't. I don't watch movies. Right. So no, I have never seen this before, but I've heard about it. Yep. Yep. I've heard about it. Well. Now we've uh, we've knocked it off the list once and for all. So what's this? How does this movie play out? Well, it opens up with a wedding. It's kind of like The Godfather. Oh, and what about four weddings and a funeral? It's like that too. <laughs> Very similar. All the all the great movies they open up with weddings and they end with funerals. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. life. It is kind of like life. Uh, so the movie doesn't really have a plot per se it's just a bunch of narratives that kind of interweave between this family um so we've got is it nj is the the patriarch of the family yeah yeah so he's married in sorry he's like he's married into the family yeah yeah and so you've got his wife who is sort of a non-character uh right you, you see her very little she kind of uh, is dealing with the fact that her mother has fallen ill into a coma and she can't, she can't handle mm-hmm. that. And she, she leaves uh, mm-hmm. pretty well for the duration of the entire film until the spoilers, inevitable funeral <laughs> at the end that I've already mentioned. So he uh, is at the wedding for his wife's brother. So his brother-in-law who is getting married to a woman that he has recently, knocked up and he did, he's doing the right thing, but it's, it's, there's a lot of, um, I don't know the Asian luck kind of, uh, superstitions are about like, this is the good day. This is a good day to have a wedding corresponding to all these things. So there's a couple comments about that off the bat. Um, and so he is also keeping an eye on his young son. Um, what is Young Sun's name? Uh, Yang Yang. Yang Yang. Okay. So that's Yang Yang. Uh, his wife is Min Min. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so he's kind of keeping an eye on Yang Yang. Yang Yang's getting bullied by girls. Taking, Frig. Making, making him take his shoe off and then, like, throwing it 10 feet away. And then they run away <laughs> giggling. And he's real depressed about it. He's that's the saddest shit I ever seen, he's so, man. He's so, he's, so, he's so downtrodden. It's like, yeah, let's go get your shoe. Well, could you imagine a bunch of ladies bully you to take your shoe off? You have to throw it away well, and then imagine, you have to just go and get it. Well, imagine like being a younger kid, being in a school, and like you're taking a yeah. class and you're like doing a project where you have to build something with like candy, and then like when it's oh. all when it's all finished. <laughs> Like they, then yeah. there's like nothing but sugar at the bottom. Just like someone mm-hmm. t- takes it and dumps it on top of your head. I, I is, couldn't imagine. Yeah. Like think about that and like just think of what depressed he was. Then then the abuse <laughs> continues to this day. What that, is it? What it's the exact same thing. What are they? Start, what are they start calling Yang Yang Shoe Boy or Shoey? <laughs> Unbelievable! I couldn't imagine something so horrible. Yeah, it'd be it's disgusting, frankly. It is. It is. People should people people gotta look at themselves, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Look sad. Look yourself in the mirror. Sad. 
Sad. Sad. Um, oh. So the brother-in-law to uh, NJ is uh, AD. Uh, yeah. 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 And so he has ended a relationship with this other woman that he was with for a really long time. But it seems like this guy uh, was kind of a... Uh, he, he likes women a lot. And a little bit of philandering, a little canoodling going on. Um, he just... He just uh, can't help himself, and this is the one that he's wound up with. It oh, she got pregnant, so he's got to do the right thing. He, so mm-hmm. he broke up with her. She's uh, not happy about this. She kind of crashes the wedding, gets uh, tossed out. This is, of course, she apologizes to the, the grandmother, uh, <laughs> saying like, "I'm sorry, I'm letting you down." But she seems to also have a, a lot of the... She's like the smart business person that he also had this relationship with, uh, business and romantically. And so he's going to wind up having to go back to her and ask for more money with their AOL and Yahoo stocks. Because it's 1999. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, imagine the things that will... Movies that will exist. They're talking about big stocks and like things that we think will never change. And then you know, 20 years from now, be like, Oh yeah. Remember when uh, everybody was talking about Facebook still and Twitter, Bitcoin, Bitcoins, blockchain. That's never going away. It's what about, to what the about non fungibles? All, all to the moon. Well, you're, you're huge on blockchain. Oh, all, 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 it, it, no, it's totally different than Yahoo and AOL, RJ. I, it, it's I, totally different? Absolutely different. There's, wow. There's, there's no similarities whatsoever. Man, I had no idea. I've, I've, yeah. RJ, have you heard about Web 3.0? Holy cow, I haven't. But like... Uh, sure. Web I'm 3. Not I'm not going to lie to you, Jared. I, I didn't think it was going to be something that would last, but the way you're describing mm-hmm. it... <laughs> sign me up. Sign you up. Sign me up, buddy. That's well, all I have. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Very good. So um, there's a wedding. Um, so Merriment is had. Uh, the NJ, uh, well, he takes his son over to a, a McDonald's for a, for a hamburger, I guess, because he doesn't like any of the wedding food. To you know, to raise his spirits, that's the place you take kids. They love McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in the hotel lobby, and he runs into an old flame. His old uh, high school, college girlfriend, who he hasn't spoken to for a long time, there's some sort of suggestion that uh, there was tension uh, around their breakup, that he just kind of, no, he ghosted her. Uh, he just he just dumped her. We'll find out later on why that is. Um, and some name cards are exchanged. You know about name cards? Uh, unfamiliar. Can you describe? Uh, it's like a it's like a business <laughs> card with your name on it. Kind of like an American it, Psycho. Exactly. Yeah. Ah, I see. I see. Even has a watermark. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so Grandma's not feeling well. Grandma gets mm-hmm. taken home. Mm-hmm. Grandma's really not doing well though. She uh, she takes she has a fall, and she has to mm-hmm. be taken to the hospital, and she's in a coma, and everyone's sad. Did you say she has to be taken home? She gets taken home from the wedding. She gets taken home, and then while she's at, she was taken out the trash, right? Well, he's where she, out she the found stroke. she she had a yeah a fall. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and no one knew why. She, why did she take out the garbage? It doesn't make any sense. She doesn't mm-hmm. need to take out the garbage. Yeah, and and that's what builds up the uh, the dilemma that our young lady has. 
because she says, did I forget to take out the garbage? Mm. Becomes a big thing. Becomes a big thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. So, yeah. Sad. And then there's also the, the older child of NJ, the, the, mm-hmm. the daughter, and mm-hmm. her her adventures with her friend that lives next door. And mm-hmm. that, that friend's uh, kind of dissolving relationship with a boy. Which a seems like boy? They, yeah. There's a lot of fighting. There's a lot of fighting under uh, underpasses. Mm-hmm. Where are they fighting? Underpasses. You know about those? I know about underpants, but not underpasses. What, what I know, know about the kind that what? can breathe. Well, what do you know about condoms? Not much. Okay. Well, so... I'm Catholic. I, I see. <laughs> so it's just nothing at all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nothing ever. Right. Nothing. We're good. Right. Mm. <laughs> That's a good way to build a society. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a Catholic way. Yeah. Um, so we go to, um, Yang Yang and his, his school days, um, and the, the hard time he's getting from his one teacher, uh, the Dean with his, uh, he's got his cane and he just likes to admonish children, I guess, feel like a big man while also like becoming mm-hmm. very weirdly familiar with one of his female students. Very, he's, 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 he's very encouraging of her. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, I have to say it's like so. This, at one point, he's like, "There, we have to. There, we need to have a conversation about someone who's brought something to school." It's like someone brought a condom, and you, it's you, young man, who brought a condom to school, and he takes his pocket. It's like, what's this? And it's like very clearly a balloon. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, oh yeah, it's a balloon. And the guy's like, "Very good." So I was like, "This guy's a fucking idiot." <laughs> He's, well, he said he's like, remember this for next time. Yeah. And then they go, what? Mm-hmm. Go, huh? What yeah. do you mean, remember? But yeah, sad. Uh, sad. And then we've got uh, back to uh, the the brother-in-law who is AD, who's already like going back to his ex-girlfriend. Uh, this is where we get that sweet conversation in the cafe. Who and she, of course, the the old flame has just had a, like, lunch, I guess, with um, the this guy's niece. What's her, and what's her name? Uh, T- Ting T- Ting? Is it Ting Ting? Ting Ting. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, that's Ting Ting. That's the NJ's older daughter. Uh, they just had a meeting because they're, they're still family. They're still so close because they've been together for so long. Um, we had some bedside chats with a comatose grandmother. Um, everyone's trying to like, I guess, you know, try to be that one to like snap her out of this. And I mean, it's, it's, it's a depressing thing, I guess, talking to, uh, a a family member like this. Uh, we then get, so NJ, his stress in life is that his business is faltering, but also the reappearance of his, of his old flame, (laughs) Uh, has kind of like got his mind making those like what could have been sort of uh, processes. Uh, we get a, an ultrasound of, of a baby. Well, we get a voiceover narration of a uh, which which turns out to be a Taiwanese woman translating a Japanese man uh, talking about the philosophy of video games. 
and story as old as time violent video games and there needs to be a transition from this I'm like who is this guy this is a Miyamoto and I'm like so so is this so is NJ so they they never really explicitly say what the company makes or sells but it seems like they're like a Taiwanese video game company right yeah I think that's right yeah yeah or like they're like or like software developer um, yeah. or hardware. It's, it's really not clear what it is. Yeah. It's left kind of nebulous. Uh, other than they're like, well, we got to get, we got to get Ota. We got to get Ota mm-hmm. from Japan, but it's, it's going to cost a lot of money, but we got to impress him. But then there's also the vying factor that there's Eito, which is the Taiwanese knockoff. You can be like, yeah. we, we can do what Ota does, but we'll just do it. We'll, we'll do it for cheap. Um, I noted here, there were some very thick laptops, Oh yeah, uh, at that at that meeting, as you'd expect, the thickest. No. Hey Reese, which one of these uh, guys do you think is the Reggie's fill? Uh, fills a Mac, of uh, of all these guys. Oh. You know Reggie fills? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Mac. Oh, I'll, I'll get Jared a picture so he knows. Oh, I know, I know, who, I know who Reggie is. You do you know the Mac version of Reggie? I do not know the Mac version. I'll find you the Mac version. Okay. But who? Which one of these guys is Re- Reggie's fills a mech? Do you think? Um, I think it's probably like NJ's boss. I think that's probably who it is, his, or his colleague. I don't know. The guy with glasses. The guy with the glasses. Yeah. Glasses. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those guys are dorks. <laughs> They are. Uh, Anyways, what was I? What were we talking about, Jared? Uh, a movie called Yee Yee. Oh yeah, Yee Yee. And so, of course, we've got uh, the uh, Ota, uh, the Japanese man, uh, hanging out with some pigeons too, because he's because uh, he's, he's kind of quirky. He's kind of quirky. He's kind of fun. Things outside you the know? box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we get uh, introduction or introduced to. Uh, the, the next door neighbor Milf and her daughter. Um, you know about you know about Milf's sugarhead. No. <laughs> well, she, she, you... she, she... <laughs> I'm laughing at this. Where are you? Stuff than Jared's or RJ's. Okay, <laughs> if you guys don't know, you know you know Mega sixty four, right, Reese? You know yeah. Rocco, and do you know Mega sixty four, Jarrett? Vaguely, yeah. Okay, so Mega sixty four, they made a thing this, once. They this, made a joke this has about nothing to do with anything, huh? Go, <laughs> go on. They made a jo- well. We we're talking about video games, so they made a joke about we Reggie Phils, and it was him as a mech, and then they actually got Reggie to be in the video, and he was a mech, and he's walking around shooting lasers out of his eyes and stuff. And then Nintendo actually liked it, and then they made their officially licensed Reggie's Phil's a mech, where he's a mech. I just wanted to share that with you. We were talking about (laughs) video games, yee-yees, heavy stuff, Phil's a mech, okay? That's all I wanted to share. That's okay. it. I'm, I'm done. Well, while you're talking about Reggie Phil's, I'm talking about next door neighbor Milfs and their daughter. Um, oh sure. Who like sends sends their daughter away with um, Ting Ting? He's like, yeah, I've got some, I got some uh, some banging to do. Um, so mm-hmm. th- they get sent away. They go hang out at the New York Bagel. 
You know about mm-hmm. New, you know about New York bagels. Um, I do. I and there, do. There's some loudmouth young kids uh, laughing away, uh, and then one of them apparently just got out of the army or is on leave from the army, and he's like, "I've been in the army too long," and he, he goes for a lunge uh, toward Ting Ting, and then his friends go, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" That's another night at the New York Bagel. Mm-hmm. Boys will be boys, hey, yeah. Jarrett? Mm-hmm. So, is we, what they say. So we've got Oda, who uh, has two notable characteristics. One, he's got one of those, like, voice damage box, like, voice box damaged voices. Where he talks very deeply like so. And then, he also is rocking the Bill Gates look. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's got the bowl Heavy. cut. He's got the very cool the, the sweater with the 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 collar shirt underneath the sweater. Mm-hmm. Not not just Bill Gates, but my wife. Your, when she was, your wife. My wife, when she was eight nine years old, identical. When actually, and Andy watched this with me, and she's like, "What is this? Me in grade two? And I was like, "Yeah, it is. We have pictures. She looks exactly like that guy when she was in like grade two, grade three. It was a cool look. It was a cool look. It was a cool, 1998. Shit, come on. You couldn't get better than that. No. So, well, it makes sense. It, it, uh, it, it, it couldn't be a movie in uh, Pacific Asia without a karaoke bar scene. Very true. Oh yeah. And what a powerful scene. I don't know about you guys, but when you see, when you hear Moonlight Sonata in a mo- movie, do you go, yeah? That's the song he plays. Well, also, yeah, and, and some crowd pleasers uh, with some singing. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we all love that. Um, but I think my, the the highlight of that whole scene for me was the, the sad, desperate Taiwanese bartender uh, saying, like, ah, this guy's really good for business. Yeah, business hasn't been too good lately. And he's like, <laughs> you should you should bring him around more. <laughs> it's like, whoa. It's like, what is... What is this like sad tale? It's like, yeah, this yeah, this like Japanese uh video game software designer is just gonna like hang out and play piano at your fucking bar forever because business is he bad. <laughs> yeah, he's going to He might. You never know. Yeah. Right. But you know, uh he's just um forlorn this uh NJ for and uh a little uh, horny for his Chicago ex. He's starting to make those um, those moves toward making the make, reaching out, making that phone call, talking about being oh, it's a good thing I didn't get you on the first call. I'd be all tongue tied otherwise. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Yeah. Because at this point, like, I don't his his wife. Because yeah, probably I don't know twenty minutes earlier in the movie, his wife. Uh, there's a few scenes of her in the office and it's her like not dealing with uh, the sickness of their mother doing very well and she has to like go. And I think in, uh, on the Wikipedia uh, entry for this it says that she goes to like a Buddhist retreat. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So. I've been there. <laughs> we've all been there. We've all been there. And yeah, at this point it's like I was like, huh, that, that mother seems to be a pretty minor figure. <laughs> Uh, in this, oh yeah, sorry, she's not gone yet. This happens. That happens later. Um, it's yeah. Bo- at this point in the story, it is just the the brother in law's antics, uh, the dad, the son, and the daughter. Uh, where I, where I feel like the the movie's business picks up is the introduction of the the camera, um, and mm-hmm. the, uh, the the pantless boy 
going around taking photos in the hallway, taking pictures of like corners of like the ceiling. Um, mm-hmm. And that that's where I was like, oh, I kind of want this movie just to be about uh, this kid being a photographer quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd wanted like an 80 minute movie of that. And I, it would, and you'd have all the other stuff going on, but you just keep it really honed in on that because I feel, I felt like that was the most uh, compelling element of the uh, whole uh, litany of characters going on. That was the one where I was like, "Oh, I want more of this." And then, of course, that's the one where it completely <laughs> drops the kid for a really long time. Uh, and it's mm-hmm. like, "Where, where is he? Where, where's my little guy? Mm-hmm. Where's Yang Yang?" <laughs> He, he's the best. It's like I was saying when we uh, when Reese brought up Minari earlier. Little movie movies about like little kids that you're just like, man, I want to hang out with this kid. This kid rules, and uh, this kid in this movie does rule. And uh, he's, he's I o- Ozuian. Yeah, <laughs> he is like Ozu, uh, like yeah, totally. kids in Ozu movies, and I like uh, I like the way he talks about stuff too. Or it's like it's not like writers pretending to th- talk about how like how kids talk he does sound like a kid but he just like when they're like why do you take pictures of this stuff it's like Cause people don't look at this stuff mm-hmm. he's like what do you what yeah. do you want me to tell you he's like you can't see the back of your head so why wouldn't you want me to take a picture of it for you where you're just like that's that seems more genuine to how kids actually talk yeah. it's not a kid yeah. it's like well really the pictures are the real friendship and you're just like <laughs> Five-year-olds don't talk like that, okay? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that kid's awesome. I, I love oh. that kid. Uh, then, then I just have a note here, direct, uh, directionless dad. Because he's just kind of like, oh, yeah. being all sad. I don't even know if I want to be in this business anymore. I don't know what I want to do. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But then you have, like, yeah, you have the uh, <clears throat> Yang Yang being harassed by a mob of girls because kids suck. And this is, like, when he's he's gone to the uh, photography store to get some more film mm-hmm. rolls for his camera. Which I think is cool, uh, and then you get the, then you get to see the photographs that he's taking. It's like clearly, I don't think this child took these photographs. Uh, these these are like pretty uh, amazing photographs, like the colors and stuff like that. It's like hmm. But of course, uh, teacher, he's a he's a fucking moron. He's like mocking it. He's a real uh, he's like someone I know talking about art's meaningless, and it's like oh look we got mm. look, looks looks like we got a real genius here. <laughs> Mm. And he's handing out the photos to all the girls, and they're like mocking him, and like it's like you're you fucking idiot. <laughs> is he saying that art is potentially? Does he ever mention it whether art is real or not? He doesn't go. He, I think it's implied. Right? I I infer that that's the case. You know when you assume, Jarrett. You know what that does. Mm-hmm. I just I, I expect more from teachers. You know they should be more encouraging to students and all things that Jap- they pursue. Japanese education systems is one of the greatest, one of the best in the world, Jerry. Like, well, this I mean, is this is the Taiwanese clearly. education system. A Taiwanese education system is one of the best in the world. I okay. was thinking of Ota again, you know. Ota, well, he's clearly a, a sign of the Japanese education system. Where does Taiwan rank in education? Let's look. Tai, you guys can continue talking okay. while I look up uh, Taiwan's education then, system. Then, then, you know what else we get? We get Yang Yang sitting on a toilet. You know, you know about this. What does he do there? I don't know. It's, it's it's left to the imagination. Is he going number one? Is he going number two? Unknown. We'd have to check in with the Sams. Hmm. And so after you take a bath, Matt, this is a question for the both of you. Uh, do you all uh, run around naked after? Uh, after a bath? 
or shower, whatever your uh, whatever uh, floats your boat. Hmm. I mean, there are frequently times, and I do have to admit that I forget my towel, hmm. and I. There's been more times than I would like to admit that I've not only forgotten my towel, but I'm showering on the floor that is opposite of where my clothing is. Because sometimes I wake up a lot earlier than Andrea does, so I shower downstairs just so I don't wake her up. You know, I don't want to shower right beside where she's sleeping. So I'll come downstairs to shower and I'll go, shit, I forgot my towel. So I do have to run upstairs naked. <laughs> wow. It, how many times has this happened? countless well how about in the new how about in the new place countless it it, it has happened it is we've lived here for two weeks and it has happened countless times where andrea actually made a point she's like again and i was like i forgot (laughs) just running naked you know slipping around that sound no no well not not with my 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 toner, Jared. That oh, witch hazel smooths right. things out so yeah. well, you know. Keep, keeps it. There's, keeps it tight. Yeah, it keeps things tight, man. No, no problem. No problem. No. Yeah. Uh, then we get a little uh, surprise, little kid peen. That's good. Uh, <clears throat> this is followed up with uh, uh, the, the the brother-in-law. Um, uh, Ad, he's he he goes over. Uh, uh, to a lady friend's house, and uh, he just chills out, watching watching some porno in his underpants. Yeah, <laughs> uh, quite weird. You you, that a, is, you, I, you you a fan? So I I find like Addie's uh, or Ad's storyline like it's out of all of them in the movie. Mm-hmm. I find his to be like the the least compelling and interesting out of all of them but i mean yeah that <laughs> he's just a i don't know yeah whatever yeah <laughs> it's like he, he's a weird duck i like when the i'm yeah. not sure if it's like a security guard at the building that he's being shown around at i think he calls him like just call a fatso you see how your what you yeah. see how your girlfriend's uh treats me so nice mm-hmm. it's like yeah, whoa I, He's, like, very, like, obviously, like, comedic relief Mm -hmm. type of Mm -hmm. character in it. Right. It's like, ah, well, whatever. He's definitely a product of the 17th education system in the world from the 2018 review of Worldwide Educating for the Future Index. What's number one? Taiwan ranked Finland, followed by Switzerland. Mm-hmm. New Zealand, Sweden, and Canada. Mm. Singapore was seventh with Germany, and uh, yeah, Taiwan was seventeenth. China was twenty second. So, well, you know why? That's John Cena because because the, the teachers are being terrorized with people throwing uh, water balloons at their heads. <laughs> yeah. If, so, Jared, if you were a teacher and you got a water balloon, would you would you would you go for it? Go get them. Yeah, would you, <laughs> would like, you get them? Like work them over a little bit. Well, I don't want to specify on anything specific, but like, what would you do to retaliate? I don't know. I I haven't received the proper training um, from the proper uh, professionals, so I, oh, okay. I I wouldn't I wouldn't want to uh, find myself in that position. That's fair. That's fair. But if you were hypothetically speaking, though, I mean, what what would you do? 
Who, me? Yeah. I would handle it coolly, calmly, and collectively. I would ask them why they feel they need to act out in such a way, Jared. I'd say, why do you feel like you need to do these things? You, you, you wouldn't just strangle them with a torn balloon <laughs> wrapper? <laughs> I, I, would, I wouldn't talk. Yeah, yelling. You think, yeah, you wouldn't talk. That's not creepy. I would listen. <laughs> oh, to their, to their gasps for air? Yes, I wouldn't talk. I'd listen. That's what Marilyn Manson said, right? He only got punched in the head in Creepsville's Denny's. Which was news a while ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. right, right right, by that Burger King where the people were sleeping in the basement. Yes. People don't understand that our our little town comes up in world news way more than it should. Oh, yeah. Way, way more frequently than it should. Yeah. And it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, let's see here. So yeah, we had the dumping water on the teacher. But it's like... There's no real arc to that either. It just kind of happens, and it's yeah. like that's just come up. And, just but case. I guess it does lead to um, them like when they when they cheese it and they run off and they hide in mm. like the the one science theater. Uh, th- I guess the attraction, I guess that Yang yeah. starts feeling for his bully emerges. Um, mm-hmm. and, he's, and there's like the one scene where he's looking at the projected screen and talking about thunder is the some think that thunder is the origins of life uh, and talking about acids RJ you know about oh those? I know about acids I know about bases too Ooh. I also know about cringe right 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 Reese <laughs> acids based and cringe <laughs> I know about that too I know about that too once in a while <laughs> just once in a while Anyways, uh, let's see here. And then more of this next door neighbor. I'm trying to read what my note here is next door neighbor friend fighting with her boyfriend. Friends sort of slinking around under passes going for lunches. <laughs> so I, I feel that like 80s arc is more interesting than the, the daughters. Because I, I don't know. I found that for the amount of time of occupied the story. I never really uh. I never was a bored. Mm-hmm. Ting ting stuff, um, but then we get sort of like the we get these glimmers of the next door neighbor action, which is where oh we have a teacher banging his uh, student's mom, very class I wrote, um, but then you know what the baby's born, we got we got a baby now we got a baby shower but we got baby shower tension, um, mm-hmm. people are people are getting a little wasted drunk they need rides home whoa yeah and then uh 80 well he kind of gets left to his own devices at home uh where he leaves the gas on by accident or on purpose Mm. seems to be on purpose right yeah so i don't know out of we we might we might may or may not have had a uh attempted suicide but perhaps yeah like I mean, both times I've watched this, like it had been a while since I had seen it. And like this past week when I watched it, I was like, oh, yeah, he's for sure dead. Like he's on the on the bathroom bathroom floor floor there. And I'm like, yep. uh, Yeah. So we get that shallow breathing going on, though. Mm, Yeah. What if you just do that normally? And that's just part of your life. Is that also like almost dead? Yeah, it's part of your life. Yeah, it's part of my life. That's what I'm asking. I mean, if you were a maybe, maybe if you were a, some sort of lich or something of like that, or some other form of undead, 
that, that, some sort that, of that, D&D that thing? maintains breathing. Ah, I see. I see. Do you think? Uh, no, I don't maintain it well. Do you know? Uh, I don't know if like David uh, Barenzo uh, holds his breath when he plays Angel on Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but something worth paying attention to. What we're talking about, Angel? Now? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Is he? Was he uh, ever time traveled to be a Nazi well, in uh, World War Two? Why know Andrew Yang's real final project would have been uh, a film with him, but didn't happen. That's what was going to happen? Absolutely. I didn't just make that up at all. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I'm going to do some Googling. Okay. (laughs) You have to confirm this scoop. Oh, yeah. Edward Yang. Edward Yang. Edward Yang? Andrew Andrew Yang is that... uh, Isn't that a politician? Yeah. Yeah. That politician? Yeah. Andrew Yang. Edward Yang. Edward Yang. Edward Yang. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I totally know what's happening <laughs> no, at the not, moment. Not the chain gang gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yang gang. Yeah. Sounds problematic. Somehow. Uh, let's see here. Oh, and so yeah, a couple of notes here. Part party party dude with ladies. Is that? Are they talking about you? No, uh, talking about a scene. Oh, that's the scene where uh, they go to meet Ato, uh, uh, who's now about uh, women's rights. Mm-hmm. Well, he tries to be, right? He's a politician now. Uh, yeah, at his pool with a bunch of bikini ladies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, I still don't of daughter whatever. Uh, and, yeah, once again, I think they kind of touch upon... What, like, I, I, I just kept thinking, like, man, the mother's the mother characters is completely not in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, of course, I made note. There's still an hour to go in this movie. Mm. I will note that there's a uh, the scene where I think there's there's the date. Uh, there's like two dates going on uh, where NJ has gone to meet the Chicago X, and yeah. uh, Ting Ting is going out with her. Friends X, uh, and I, at some point they're standing in front of a movie theater, uh, and there's some some posters for some 1999 films of such caliber as Phantom Menace, Wild yeah. Wild, Wild Wild West, Analyze This, oh. uh, Tarzan. But the one that mm-hmm. I actually thought was really interesting was Pecker, the John Waters movie, which is about a young boy photographer. Oh, I I didn't, didn't see a Pecker poster. That. Yeah, no. I saw all the other ones, but I don't remember the Pecker one. Th- that's the one. Yeah, it's got Edward Furlong with his uh, camera. But I was like looking yeah. at the poster and went, "That's got to be Pecker," and I and I confirmed it. That is that was the poster. Jeez. Was that your nickname in high school? Pecker. Yeah. Oh, there's there's Pecker jokes in there, aren't you? Don't be don't in be saying in Pecker. Oh, okay. Don't you worry. Yeah, I saw the other posters. The Wild Wild West one was. Uh... It's nice. Yeah, I, I like that. And anal- analyze, analyze this. I know you're a big um, um, Kevin Klein fan. Oh yeah, who isn't? Yeah. Who isn't? He's a car- He's a recurring character on Bob's Burgers. <laughs> There's here. a shot in this though. I don't know why. It's like I think it's unintentionally really funny. It's like, oh yeah, Grandma's still in a coma after the date. <laughs> it's like she just goes to like go like be cons- like oh. 
like the date didn't work out. Things didn't really paint. Uh, don't things don't feel right. Uh, there's it feels off and i'm gonna go hang out with my comatose grandmother and it's like oh right she's still in a coma i don't know it's so odd where would you do it you know nah, where would you have a coma it, it's almost like oh hey by the way that's that's still happening guys yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh well, sometimes I, you gotta check i then write this is like a combination of some very unappealing elements of a lot of criterion films from italian neorealism like kind of the uh, Ozu in his indulgence, uh, the, and as well as Wong Kar Wai, uh, just these things where I was just like, yeah, I, I don't really care about so much of the action that's like which, going on. Which things? Just what are like you talking about? The, the endless, da- you... the, the endless dating. Uh, this focus, like, of why I should care about any of the characters arcs or storylines like they're just not mm-hmm. interesting and like that two hours and 15 minutes in at this i was just like i don't care like about any of it mm. um and then i'm like interesting cl- clearly i'm i'm uh, on the on the <laughs> wrong side of this equation since this is his beloved movie but i'm just like i think mm-hmm. that like I'll, I'll give me equinox please um because my next note here is fuck off we get it <laughs> uh there is a sweet ass batman and robin poster though there is a sweet oh, yeah. Batman and Robin poster. Mm-hmm. That is very true. That yep. is very true. Yep. And okay. then uh, then we get to the back to uh, Yang Yang's photos because he just yeah. he, he disappeared for a while, uh, and you get mm-hmm. these like um, these amazing photographs of the back of people's heads. Yeah, and it's like mm-hmm. it's like that's great. Uh, we get the weird fake out of kid drowning. <laughs> Because we get these scenes where, oh, yeah. like, where he's like kind of like watching the girl that he likes go swim, and he's like kind of testing himself out about holding his breath, like he's doing that in the sink in the bathroom, mm-hmm. which again kind of raises like, what's going on here? There's this like suicide vibe to it, but that's not what it is either. And when he jumps yeah. into the water and doesn't come out, it's like, whoa, what the fuck? Uh, and then they kind of cut away from it, but then you see the kids fine, and he's like soaking wet and splooshing about. So he, the way I took that one, Jer. And Reese, you can interject too. Is he he wants to be close to that girl, and he's trying, and he's and he's trying to learn, you know. And I thought it was a really sweet thing, but then you do get scared because I was like, oh shit! I was like, is this one of those movies? I was like, does this kid go down? And I yeah. I was like, I was scared for him, but then I was happy to see him. So well, that, I mean, that 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 sequence actually worked for me, is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I think again, like the first time that I saw this, I was like, oh yeah, this is gonna be one of those movies right yeah. like yeah but uh i i did find like that that's a pretty like cute and effective you yeah. know uh interaction at a distance between them so i i i like that yeah yeah i i because think they don't actually really well. like ever talk to one another which no. i think is like i don't know like uh, outside of the girl yelling at him mm. so it's it's kind of like that very juvenile elementary school stuff but it, it's like you don't really see that all that often in like a serious three hour long movie right so mm. i like the way you put that interaction at a distance i think that's good and i also like it too because even like what you could maybe call like the uh the psycho scare part of that where it's kind of just like you're like concerned about him. You're like, Oh, is this what it's going to be? I, I thought that scene was earned too, because it's like, 
you know, kids, not to be like blunt, but like kids drown all the time, you know, like because they fall mm-hmm. into well, pools or they're people, trying to learn how to people, swim. People so, like, drown all the time. People drown all the time. So when I saw that, I was just like, yeah, I was like, this, this is just life, I guess. I was like, is that where this movie's going? So I, I was scared for our boy. But then he wasn't. But, was, uh, but, then, but then he was fine. But then he was fine, which is good. You know, some <laughs> yeah, kids, I, some yeah. kids make it. Yeah. Well, he was right near the edge. He could have just, you know. Yeah, that's what I assumed was going to happen. But he never gets out, and you go, huh? And then yeah. we get, uh, we find out that the angsty boyfriend uh, kills his ex girlfriend's teacher lover yeah mm-hmm. and i go he beats him to death yeah and we get some video game style taiwanese reenactment mm-hmm. grand theft auto 2 style or more, more it's more of a fighting game style <laughs> primal instinct there you go killer instinct killer instinct primal yeah. rage that's yeah. the two and then oh yeah grandma she's dead now but we got we get kind mm-hmm. of yeah that's great um, mom's mom. While you're on that, sorry, just to, you know, this scene where the grandma and the daughter yeah. have an interaction. What do you boys mm-hmm. think? Does that actually happen, or is that just the daughter's, the daughter trying to uh, relieve her her guilt? Because grandma has like in that scene, she has like instant recovery and she's better, but then the next scene she's dead. So does that actually happen? I don't know. I didn't look into this. I'm just saying, is that real or is that just the daughter? Because the whole her whole arc is how she feels guilty about the grandma yeah. having a stroke. So in my mind, I was like, "It's imagined." I was watching it. And I was like, "Does she just imagine that this happens because she wants she needs to get that out before grandma dies?" Yeah, yeah. I think you could interpret so, it either way. Yeah, but I don't. Know. Yeah, I I think that there's some closure there, no matter what, because like. Whether or not it's a hallucination or real life, uh, yeah. there's some closure to that, and the kind of guilt is absolved or whatever. But uh, I, I think like there's that part where there's all of the like medical staff and they're in the room, and Ting Ting realizes that they're like mm-hmm. picking up her grandma because she's died, and she looks down and sees that she has the piece of paper that her grandma gave her, right? Mm, so mm-hmm. that uh, that always makes me think, like, maybe it was real. Yeah. But, yeah, at the same time, I don't know. Yeah. I think it could be. That's what yeah. I mean. It's like, I don't actually know. That's why I'm asking. It's yeah. Fun. What yeah. do you think, Jared? I don't care. <laughs> okay. Uh, Jared, Jared's heartless, so he... Jared is in the art's not real camp tonight. Holy. Yeah. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> Our art, art is real, Jarrett. Maybe it's beautiful. Maybe it's it, beautiful. It, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't change my interpretation one way or another of like of being like indifferent. I guess. Um, That's fine. But mom, hey, mom, mom's back, and she's like, ah, oh, I could have been. I could. I should have been here sooner. And then we get the funeral wrap up, and uh, tying up all those loose ends. And also, I have to say is, I think we can all agree this movie is quite long. Uh, it's, it, I'm it not gonna lie. It, it, it went. It went. It's long, but uh, I watched it in one go. Mm-hmm. It's fine for me. Yeah. Started at six, ended at nine. I was like, paused a couple times for snacks, but yeah. uh, I watched it in one go. So yeah, it's a long movie, but I didn't feel the length of this one. So mm-hmm. personally, yeah. that's just me though. So what else, Jared? How, tell me more about how you like this thing. 
I don't. It's not great. Take it away. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, oh, my. <laughs> wow. This guy doesn't wow. believe in art, Reese. Oh, my gosh. This he is... doesn't believe that art is real. Yeah. And that's sad, Dang. man. That's sad for you, Jer. See, uh, like, this... Yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, do you... Usually, I let, I let the guests go. Do you want to go, or do you want me to uh, kind of rip you up? You go for it. You go for All it. All right. I think this movie is very good, Jerry. And I know you don't like it for certain reasons. I think that's fine. But I think this movie has a lot to offer. And I think it fits into the quality of movies that we do typically like. And by, I mean, typically, I think it fits into movies that we're usually kind of in line with. So... A lot of the big things I like about this. First of all, this movie looks great. It's real pretty. Lots of great symmetry in this movie, like the way they frame stuff, which I, I know is a uh, that's a tip in the fedora kind of comment. But uh, I do really like it. Like whenever they there's like scenes where people are like passing hallways and they're the door frame and everything else is kind of lined up very symmetrical. And I just think that looks nice. I also really like when the kind of out of focus stuff where it's like um it's never it's very soft zoom where you're not really focused on the people themselves but you're focused on like the window of the office and the people are kind of moving around in the background i like that i like that kind of filmmaking i i think that's really nice um so i think this movie looks really pretty which is nice and uh i actually un unlike j dog here I actually do care about a lot of these characters, and I think a lot of their stories are relatable. Daughter, she's got gr uh, grief and guilt uh, because she feels responsible, which is unfair to her. But, you know, that's what happens when people lose other people. You feel somehow you feel responsible for that or not even responsible, but you, but you feel guilt that you can't really like attribute to things. And that's what guilt and grief is where you're sad about stuff, even though sometimes maybe you feel like you shouldn't be. So I think I, I get the daughter's story. I like it. Um, the coming of age stuff with her boyfriend is just kind of there, which I think you that's one thing I think you could do without, but whatever. Uh, it's a slice of life movie, Jared. It's like shortcuts. Um, kind of. Uh, so daughter's story, I get. The mother's story, girl's got, girl has... Girl's got a breakdown, kind of. Not a mental breakdown, but she's having a hard time. She's got to get away. I get it. Uh, dad, I think the dad story is given probably the most attention, and I do think it's it's got good buildup. The first interaction with the dad and his old girlfriend, I think, is very good because I think it sets up a lot of that stuff. And I think the um, the relationship they have is uh, it's one that. I, I like watching because it's like, I think a lot of people can relate to this, whether, whether you can or not, I don't know, but I think a lot of people can relate to that where you're like, um, there's this like, uh, there's this thing that people have that they share that kind of goes above other things. Like these two people kind of move on, they have their lives, but they always kind of have this other thing and that could be romantic or not. They, it doesn't have to be a romantic relationship. It could just be two friends too, which is the way I see it where it's like you can have friends with someone you move on, but kind of come back. Um, sometimes little boy story is awesome. I like it. 
can't talk in enough good things about it. Grandma's story, I like that too. I think she's cool. She's cool old grandma. And I think my fit fa- like other than the little boy, uh, the Japanese guy, he's awesome. He's the coolest. Whenever whenever he was on screen, I was just like, man, this guy rules. He's hanging out with pigeons. He's doing magic tricks. This guy's awesome. And he he's just he's a really cool cool sweet dude to hang out with. He had a wicked bowl cut. He wore turtlenecks. I was like. This is easily the coolest character in this movie. So, uh, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I think this movie looks great. I do like the stories. So, uh, when I was watching this, uh, like, I've heard about this movie a lot. And I was like, yeah, I, I get it. I was like, I see why this one gets the uh, attention that it does. So, I like this movie quite a bit. What about you, Sugarhead? What do you think about Yee? Uh, well, I think, as I said before, I... I think this movie's awesome um mm-hmm. uh, i think it's like uh, all of the character storylines i know i said earlier i i didn't really i, I don't really vibe with the one storyline the addy storyline oh, right. like honestly all of the the stories and like threads of the narrative are pretty compelling like you know yeah it is just a it's a story about a family really like i mean there's all kinds of intersecting um people within the family that um have different stuff going on so like Mm -hmm. uh, i think most of what i'm like what i take away from this movie is this idea of like only knowing part of the story only having this privileged viewpoint of your own stuff that's going on without being able to like fully understand other people. And Mm -hmm. I think like that's a really nice sentiment that gets summed up in the end with the like Yang Yang's speech that he gives uh, at his grandmother's grave. Right. Like I, I think that's just like, honestly like that speech at the end could probably be like you know a movie in itself it's like i, I thought that was incredible every mm-hmm. time i've seen it right um i, I thought like you said the uh, ota storyline is uh i mean like peak male bonding right oh, yeah. like this has this has yeah. everything that i would want in a movie sort of and that's probably why it's like three hours long. It's got to include all that stuff. But it's, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you've got these people who are saying like, you know, can, can I get a second shot at stuff? Mm-hmm. Is there a second act in my life? Right. Like those mm-hmm. kinds of questions that they're asking. And then the answer coming back. Well, not really. Right. Like it's, it's kind of, um, bleak and deterministic in that way where it's like yeah you even if you had another shot at doing stuff again probably would just end up the same so it's like whatever but at the same time it's like that's a cool story too so Mm -hmm. um yeah i thought that the uh the symmetry in that date scene to contrast what jared said where he was like i just don't care about yes i was like the symmetry between this man and his old flame and his daughter 
and this new guy, it was like very cool coming of age type stuff. I, I thought that that was like the shots were like mirrored back to back to back. Mm-hmm. And I was, I mean, that was pretty cool to me. Um, yeah. So I, I thought that was very nice as well. Um, I, I mean the, the whole, like there are just parts that are put in like the, um, teacher who gets killed. Right. Mm-hmm. Like those are like, I feel like topical inserts from like the time that this was made. Right. Like mm-hmm. there's like teacher sexual abuse or something in there. And so, like, I feel like this is very much a movie of its time, but also uh, a movie that, like, you can watch basically any time without necessarily having knowledge of, like, um, Taiwanese culture and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. It's got amazing photography in it. I I think, like, throughout, there's... Like, I think probably five minutes in, there's that scene of Yang Yang, and it's like the back of his head, right? Um, And he's standing in front of a bunch of pink balloons as they're blowing them up. And it's like, well, that's just amazing, that shot. I I love that. And the one um, of the balcony with all the pigeons and stuff. So, um, yeah, not not really much more uh, I'm going to be able to say about this i i think this movie as i'm talking about it is fantastic so yeah i agree i think it's good stuff i like this movie it's too bad jared doesn't but as we mentioned jared Jared owns many fedoras is jared here anymore i am He's still oh, okay (laughs) he he was he was trying on fedoras for a while Mm mm-hmm he had that leopard print one. He had that all oh, suede yeah. one. Yeah, he was just trying to tip them, just ever so gently. Oh, I, feel like, I, I, I think this movie uh, comes with its own fedora. Oh, this one? Oh yeah. Well, the um, the samurai comes with its own fedora. One fedora and one cigarette definitely. Oh, yeah. Comes with mm. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> you know, that's neither here nor there. Here nor there. Well, we got two for one against. So, well, we have like, uh, what, is, what is this movie at here? It's got like a 4.4 4 overall rating with 19,797 five star ratings as opposed to 61 half star ratings. Which, I mean, obviously, this is, yeah, I was just saying that, yeah, this is not a half star movie. That would be uh, tedious <laughs> to be making that kind of statement. But mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of like in the middle for me. Like I just I don't know. To it's me, like, I'm just taken aback by uh, how beloved this is because like there's nothing in this movie. Like even like visually, I was like not that in love with any of it. Like from like like the cinematography, it's like good. I mean, it looks like what movie should look like, I guess. But mm-hmm. never, nothing made me go wow. I, I love the photographs. <laughs> like so, I uh, I I think it looks great. Yeah. So. I, Great. All I'll say is, <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I get it. I get why this movie is loved. Is what I'll say. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Yeah. But you know, whatever. <laughs> well, the, 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 the so beloved. But yes, whatever. Whatever. 
I get it. I, I get it. I get it. No. Yeah. Well, let's I check get... out who who actually hates this movie. I don't know. Let's see here. Do 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 do. Oh, I got it right here, don't I? Yes, I do. And I know Sugarhead would love to read one as well. Sure. Mm-hmm. You you got one for me or uh, I can well, I mean, you can pick one as well. I mean, I've got James Aldridge here who just wrote, uh, which I found fitting, uh, considering RJ's mm. review. Yee, yee, more like I want to yeet, yeet off a bridge. This person's bio says, yes, I do like movies. Thank you for asking. They're from New Zealand. Well, that, That's going to tell you something. Favorite films include La La Land, Gone whiplash and marriage story which i think speaks a lot to this person you know what i mean a lot of a24 films here reese midsummer <laughs> portrait of lady on fire first man is at a24 probably i don't know those no. are i mean that's most uh, of the first man's that's, a good that, movie that's what's his name isn't that la 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 man i don't know i don't know but this person half starred Yee Yee, and they also half starred Robin Hood Men in Tights, which is <laughs> they're, a terrific movie. Yeah, come on, that movie's great. They're basically the same movie. That movie's great, basically. So. Yeah. What about um, how about Holocon? Holocon. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll take this one. Oh yeah, uh, Holocon Half Star says perhaps I'm just not sophisticated enough to enjoy this colorless, storyless, pointless reel of shit. Wow, it's, I, mean, is, I mean it is several reels. I mean, I, well, yeah, it's, it's so, three uh, hours long. Th- this person half starred The Lighthouse. And okay. they half starred Seven Samurai, which is a movie Jared also doesn't like. But Jared, well, they also right. half starred Brazil. Mm. And uh, uh, their their um their bio is "Don't mother buck with me, don't buck with me." I know ZBD, so don't ah uh, buck and buck with me. Yeah. So they got that going for them. Yep. Two and a half stars to Killing of a Sacred Deer. Heavy, heavy stuff, guys. Mm. And the review for Killing a Sacred Deer, he'll definitely make a decent Joker. <laughs> so that's All cool. Right. Oh, Barry. And two and a half stars for Come and See, too, which is what we've, we've talked about a few times. So anyways, that's what that hmm. person's all about. Okay. Okay. Got one more. Uh, okay. Survivor fan. One star. That sucked. What are you on about? And it's like cryy faces. Throughout this whole film, I kept asking myself, when will something happen? The twist is, it never did. This is a monotonous, slow, and long film with boring characters and unidentifiable themes. Personally, the emotions didn't work for me through the whole film, but obviously that's not the movie's fault because this is an emotional movie. The performances are not professional material, and there are only a couple of scenes that I was actually entertained by. Please explain why you like this movie. I promise I will listen to your opinion. You want to hear? You want to hear a bio, Jarrett? From Survivor fan. Yeah. Yes, please. 
Nolan is my passion. Fincher loving film bro boys. Yeah. Film bro boys. Film bro boys. Spielberg, fa- Spielberg fans rejoice and pray a a. Since the film bro armies there, Tarantino flags will arise. Scorsese drums will shake the ground as the film bro boys get up and take a their own guns looking for looking revenge. Film bro boys, film bro boys. Villeneuve is our own god. Blockbusters are our bible. Superheroes, cape shit, media all. Those things are on our side as the film bro boys flag just rises and keeps going day and night. Film bro boys, film bro boys. So weebs, hear this song that shakes the ground and boils your blood because we're coming and you're hearing. Yeah, you're hearing. Yeah, you're hearing. That's the film bro boys on top. Film bro boys. Film bro boys. Oh. And wow. If anyone wants, you can gift a pro account to Survivor fan. Uh, they don't have pro current currently, but uh, if you want to gift them the pro account. Oh, the, can... Is this an ask? No, no. It's just it's. I, I see it on the top. I've never seen that before. It says gift pro. So... Wow. Huh. Shocking. Yeah, that's uh I I tried really hard to get the cadence of that, but I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I'm not a musical guy, but I don't think that had a lot of rhythm and flow to it the way that it should have. Because mm-hmm. if it did, I should have been able to just get it. You know uh, what I oh, mean? Oh no, you got it. Oh yeah. I got it? Yeah. Absolutely. Film bro boys? Yeah. Film bro boys. Mm-hmm. So that's that. Anything else about what they what stars they've given to things? Oh, oh. one star to Batman versus Superman. Damn. Uh, one star to Justice League. One star to Batman and Robin. Damn. Uh, one star to the uh, 1984 Dune. Uh, we've got two stars to American Psycho, and uh, three stars to Venom, and three stars to Venom. <laughs> Let there be carnage. Three so, stars. You said. My goodness, that is okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That, se- that seems big league. Yeah, bigly, bigly, bigly. Wow, <laughs> huge. Anything about film bros in those uh, in those ratings? Uh, hard to say. Uh, probably. Yeah. Hard to say. Probably. Damn. What a, what an interesting person, hey. <laughs> Interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Well, Jarrett. Well, yeah. Any final thoughts on Yee? I like Yee. Yeah, I'll I'll keep watching this. Yeah. This is yeah. So Reese likes Yee. Mm-hmm. I like Yee. Jarrett does not like Yee. Sad. Check out Equinox, folks. Equinox. <laughs> yeah. It's got all the E you need. Yeah, that one's good, too. Yeah. Well, uh, that was a long goddamn show. After yeah. the break.
we we pour one out at the funeral for our, our homeboy Edward Yang. Who? <laughs> He's he had he doesn't have a ch- uh, chain gang. So you got a blockchain though. Uh, oh yeah, definitely on Yahoo. Big time. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he's, nice. Got, he's got those stonks. Ooh. profession to uh, work within in the film in Taiwan what would it be It'd be a guy who edits podcasts down to 90 minutes no matter how long they were no matter how with. long this this one's at God 400 that, minutes that'd be all his job is would be they'd be like oh this one ran to about five hours and they say no matter what it is they'd say I'll make it 90 90 we 90 could, minutes we, we could make it 90. Well, no, we could. No more emails. Yeah, no people more, like email. No, no more sponsored ads. Well, we need that. Mm. The t-shirts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got to get those shirts. You can email us at criteriaincrease at gmail.com and tell us what you need to say in 90 minutes or less. We've got a Facebook yeah. page. We're on Instagram. We're on Letterboxd. I'm Jared Duncan. He's Barnloaf and Sugarhead. What are you? Uh... My name, all consonants, no vowels, R-H-Y-S-H-K-S-T-L. Ooh. You, you heard it here first, folks. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google mm-hmm. Play. We're on YouTube. We're on Patreon, where we're going to have some hot Star Trek action waiting for you. Oh. We're going to have some hot Manscaped action for you, too, on Patreon. No. Is... Oh, Jared, I forgot to wish you a happy May the 4th. Oh. It's been a whole episode, and we didn't do one Star Wars thing. That's a big Star Wars that's, boy. That's for the best. I, I I'm, think I'm we actually, gotta go. We gotta take this from the top. Yeah, I, yeah. all over yeah, again. Start it up. Start <laughs> right. it over. All right, I'll give yeah. you guys the record button, and you can figure it out. Uh, okay, we got it. Next week, without a sugar head, we're doing Spine three hundred and forty, Barbet Schroeder's Coco, the Talking Grill. From 1978. Nice. That's the one I meant to be on. Yeah. I've been looking forward to that one. No. I like Coco. You like Coco? I like Coco. Well, you got to watch that. There's a a, a more up-to-date version that has the rest of the story. That's like a PBS documentary. Is the rest of the story sad? Well, I mean, mean, eventually. uh, (laughs) All things pass. Well, I don't want to be sad. No. Anyways, it's been a slice, Mr. Sugarhead. Slice yeah. of life. Slice oh. of life. We're, we'll be in the Sugar Gang next, right, Jared? Yes. Not the Yang Gang, but the yep. Sugar Gang. Yeah. 
What's that song about sugar? <laughs> you asking them? I don't know. I'm asking anyone. Oh. I'm asking anybody. Okay. You're, okay, well. So no uh, takers? Okay, cool. Moving yeah, on. Moving right along to... Moving on. Goodbye. Good night. Goodbye. Sweet dreams. This, this has been a long podcast. Thanks for coming on, Sugarhead. See ya. Bye. Woo.